1: You're listening to the Getting Salty Experience podcast.
2: Hey, here we go put the, the fire out. We are
3: back. Getting Salty Experience podcast. He's in rare form tonight, man.
1: It's limited the monetiz- limited monetization on your YouTube uh, videos it's,
2: tonight. It's the only podcast in the whole wide world that brings the firehouse kitchen table to you. Thank you. Self-proclaimed best podcast in the entire universe. Hey, Ruff, oh. what's going on, buddy? What's up?
3: I'm you just hoping that a little a little our guest. I'm just hoping our guest is uh, still there when we oh, pop he's him back out there. of the. Oh, he'll be there, all right. Yeah, I know. Yep,
1: he's a little freaked yeah. out. I'm not gonna lie. I
3: don't think <laughs> Co- so. Coob's is freaking the crap out of him between singing so. and burping and everything else that he's doing yeah, over there, I making noise, making. Shaking
2: ice. his
1: glass. I didn't yeah. shake
2: my ice once, buddy. Nothing. You all right now? You calmed down. I am. You I'm a a little couple calm. Head, did you do the yeah, rose? I did you do the, the whole rosary or what'd you do? I went for the rosary. <laughs> you did the rosary. Thank <laughs> you, God for letting me spend another day with my buddy. I almost was, I almost
3: got aggravated today on something. I said, Oh, well, at uh, least you're not head, at least you're not headless. So yeah, uh, yeah I could be the headless brought Louis. Me right that, back. You know? Yeah, that brought me right back.
2: Yeah, that'll last for about a month. And then yeah, you'll be I, it.
3: I, I was hoping two months, but maybe a month. Yeah, huh. yeah, maybe a month. Nice. So listen, if
2: you want to get a chance to see Louie, maybe for the last time, you don't know. Come out to the fire show on Saturday <laughs> and Sunday. Might be your last time you'll see him.
3: <laughs> I'll see you with my nub. I'll, I'll be there <laughs> oh with my, my nub. god! Yeah, Saturday,
2: oh, Friday, actually you. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We'll be out there at the Nassau Coliseum. Come on out and hang out with all the salty crew, Mike Miller. I was hurt boy. at work today. Oh, Mike Milner just texted me. He'll be there on Saturday. Oh, Maybe the, great. possibly Jimmy Graham will be there Oh, that's nice. Yep.
3: The mill is going to be there. Great. The mill. Yep. Very yep. excited.
2: The mill. <laughs> oh, you know what, people? Let's get ready to this, baby. We got a couple. Uh, we got to get the guest out here. You yeah. know, we got a couple of bills to
1: pay here. I don't know if you want to get patriotic first. How do you want like this? I think we pay these bills, and then we get yeah, patriotic right before we go on.
4: Yeah, you know, do it. Saying? Do it. All do right. It.
1: Well. Here we go, guys. As you all know, getting gettingsaltyapparel.com is how we pay the bills around here. If you like T-shirts, if you like tumblers, glasses, the new, uh, what is it, uh, toenail clippers? Which one's are the nail clippers? <laughs> the Hearst, the Hearst tool, tool nails. Hearst Tool. You know what, actually, I really like it. I need one is the uh, the old-timey Firebox key uh, uh, oh, bottle yeah, opener. Man. That I want. got to have it. Come out, yeah. get it.
2: It's right in your hand, no shipping, right in your hand at the show. Yeah, man, that thing is awesome. Green back in my hand, I put the
1: right in your hand, like this.
2: (laughs) See how that works? (laughs) Who knows how it
1: works. 10 bucks, yeah. little man. Put that stuff in my hand, all right. That's oh. that. That's how we do it. Um, and uh, you guys know the deal getting saltyapparel.com is how we pay the mm. bills. T shirts, hats, firefighter apparel, and accessories galore. Only the best for the best. Come check us out at the shows. Also, guys, super chat is uh, really another great uh way we pay the bills here, and we are sponsored. By you, we are syndicated by you. If you want to throw us a few cha- shekels, there's a little dollar symbol in the next to the chat. There, hit that up. It could be a dollar, it could be five, whatever you guys want. It doesn't matter. Uh, We appreciate any and all. And if you guys have something that you absolutely have to ask, hit us up in the super chat. And that's that for awesome. uh, paying the bills, guys.
2: Awesome. I want to give a shout out to Frankie Sutphin. Wait till you see what Frankie built us, Ruffy. He'll he's bringing oh. it to the show. Oh, amazing. Guys, an amazing talent. It's a Francis. Yeah, I think Mm. we might bring that. We might bring that. Hey, Rev. Thanks, Rev. We might bring that to every show, amongst other things. All right, let's get patriotic because we got to get our guest out here.
1: All right. Thanks, Rev. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, I bring you the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. One nation under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Wow, wow. Pete, amazing. Hey, hey. Nice. we wow. just switched it up tonight. Uh, that way uh we that could talented, really man. we could really honor it. You I know like what it. I mean?
2: Yeah. I got a flagpole so in my pants when I saw that is beat, it. I the <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, really. is that a uh, patriotic boner? Or you hey, just I a swear to God, it really is.
2: I got all upset. Yeah. I
1: get really, I get, the, honestly, oh, I'm a... I got all fr- tingles.
2: I really got <laughs> tingles on that one. I'm not kidding.
1: July 4th is my number one holiday Jeez. besides Christmas. Uh, it's, my, it's actually my number two besides Christmas. Mm. And when I see the flags, I still get chills. I still Christmas? What kind of
2: Christmas do you have in a Jewish household? What do you... What are you uh, I just,
1: a- we have a tree here, man. I, think, I have, Listen, I'm the Catholic. My wife's the Jew. You
2: know, oh all right, so you dibble dip. But
1: but so was JC. You know what I'm saying? So you were are in there. good company. <laughs> 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 all
2: right, let's get our guests in here, bro. Oh, please, <clears throat>
1: before he goes running, quickly.
2: Yeah. <clears throat> Let me tune up my pipes because I'm gonna do it.
1: <clears>
2: oh, <throat> you're ready all the way from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. It's the Bogua Day, Agua, it's the wizard of water. It's the bro of H2O. He's the guy when the pressure is high. He's the Lou that can always do. He's the Sultan of the standpipe. Here he is, Titty Kleck. Woo!
1: You asked for it. You got it. Oh, shit. That was great. I just took both barrels. That's what I did. I barrels
5: He's the salt of the stamp pipe. The salt (laughs) of the stamp stamp. pipe. Haven't heard that one. That one's a good one. Yeah. How about about the bro of H2O? Come on,
2: bro. Yeah. yeah. A little (laughs) side (laughs) pole that
5: you had. Very little.
2: (laughs) Holy Pete? Let's give out the uh, word of the day so we get drunk tonight.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Tonight is the night for drinking. And if you guys want to do a little if you're new to the show we do something called the word of the day whenever somebody on the show says the word of the day we hit a little sound effect you'll hear in a sec and you take a swig if you want if you want if you don't no problem here we go guys the word of the day i'll show them do it the word of the day today is wizard oh (laughs) hello
5: nice There It is wish this wizard could make me disappear. Oh, I just
2: got here. I know. Don't worry, after you're on the show, all your friends will disappear. Like,
4: they're <laughs> uh,
2: picking up in front of my house
1: right now, Gary.
2: Oh, uh, Pete, this is driving me nuts. My internet keeps going out. I don't know what's going on here, bro. Oh, uh, uh,
1: I don't know, man. You got. I, I told you to upgrade to Verizon, dude.
2: Yeah. All right. All right. I don't care. I'm gonna work with it. You'll have to work with me. Yeah.
5: Mink. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Guys, big time. All the best. It. How about the old
2: school tip of the day?
3: All, all the best. Thank
5: you. You guys are great. All I'll be here all best. week. <laughs> <laughs> your Lakers' man, the shrimp's great. Holy
2: <laughs>
3: shit, right, exactly.
5: All, let's kind get right
2: into be... it, because you're not uh, originally from New York, right? From what I get from no. your timeline there, uh, Wizard? No, not at all. Nope. All right, so. <clears throat> oh, it. I said it. I <laughs> it. All right. I'm so you, jo- you joined the vo- you grew up, I guess, in Newington, Connecticut. Is that what we're talking? Yeah, about? Where is Newington, that? Connecticut? Where is it? Just south of Hartford.
5: Yeah. The, any, the first uh, town south of Hartford.
2: Any, At the time, uh, it was the
5: largest all volunteer department in state?
2: Any family on the job? What Your dad? Anybody in volleys? How you yeah. get?
5: Well, my father was a volley, uh, but my family were cops by trade. There's like 20 cops in the family. You know, I was the only really smart one. So, <laughs> so good for you. Yeah, they're all cops. My brother, my brother-in-laws, my uncles, my nephews, my father. Were
3: they volunteers? Cops? No, no. Were they volunteer firemen? A couple of my West?
5: uncles are volunteers. Yeah, in that Newington. Yeah, but you know, I I knew the minute I popped out of my mother that you know what I was going to do in life. It was no uh, Really, you wanted to be yeah. a fireman right out of it? The- I knew right away. It was you know, as as a young kid, I know. I mean, it was what no. Would, would-
2: when you're the Sultan of the Stamp pipe, it's got to be in your blood, bro. You, know I mean? you don't I mean,
5: just. Throw can I a use that as that, that trademark, that Sultan of the Pipe? By all means, no. <laughs> <laughs> the guys up there, is the it, guys is up it, there, pumping the outlet. You know what I mean?
1: In, <laughs> in all seriousness, Tim, was it like you would see the uh, the the flashing lights, the red trucks, and
5: then that just is what got you? Like what got you as a kid? I don't know what it was. You know, my, I used to hang around. Uh, you know, the station with my father when he, was, when he wasn't was being a cop. And they had a real, it was a 65C model Mac. I don't know if you know what they are, but uh, it was a real cool rig. And and I remember playing on it. It was actually the first fire truck I drove when I got in Nevada. They were still using that 65C huh. model Mac. But I, I remember very, very young, whenever I went anywhere, I was looking for the toy fire trucks. I didn't put a, I got a picture of me, probably a three years old wearing, wearing fire gear. So, I mean, I knew, I mean, you know, you know, I actually told my father, uh, I was in my 20s at the time, I was in the volleys, and, and I wasn't a paid fireman yet. And I told him I was going to be a paid fireman, uh, and I was going to be a paid fireman in New York City, and I was going to work in 69 engine. And that's a fact. I, I, it was 10 years before I was in 69 engine. No shit. Yeah. Wow. So this. Is, so is this the rig that got you? That's a 65C model Mac. I don't know if it's the one I drove, but yeah, that's a it looks just like that. Is it? Yep,
1: that's yeah. what I was looking for. Just, uh, just to show yeah. the audience yeah. if they haven't seen it already. it
5: was the first. It, it had a sister engine to it, in, up in Vernon, they were the first two diesel-powered engines in the state of Connecticut. That was a sign that an engine two in in Noynton, uh, You know, we just were we happen to be the best company in the town. But wow. you know. hey, hey uh,
2: Lou. Have you seen Pete around? Because there's this new guy here that's pulling up pictures like on the spot. And I don't know if uh, – <laughs> have you seen the other, have you seen the no, other Pete around I there? haven't seen the guy that stumbles
4: around the computer. I haven't seen him at all.
1: No? Oh, man. No. Uh, I, was looking, I was looking for my crack pipe. Oh, you mean, you mean the sound effect oh. guy? <laughs> but, uh, I, should, like,
5: for, I should have uh, got some sound effects. Like, you
2: know. You're looking for the taxpayer-paid crack pipes. That's oh, the, That's the yeah. one. That's the one. Yeah, there
5: were right, no we'll wizards there, reason, by the way. So i just saying, no. Oh, what are you mean? drinking there, wizard? There was no, no. wizards
2: there. I'm oh, a little bourbon. Oh, a little
3: bourbon. Oh. Hey, hey, Petey, I sent you a couple of pictures that I took off of Timmy's uh, his yeah. Facebook page. I think one of it was of his father. And, yep, uh, yep, yep. You got him? I
1: got you. Hold on. Oh, yeah, I see it. Uh, I had
3: them on my uh, desktop. I forgot to send them to you. No, time. no, no. I think
5: you got them to me. I'm good. Yeah, oh, that's, that's wow. my dad. Oh, that's my older brother, John, who became a cop also. He actually just retired. He ended up as a chief uh, of the Berlin Police Department. Wow. Oh, really? That's my brother, John. That's that. That's not a. Uh, that's an old um, Maxim, like a like a 56 Maxim that they're on the back of there. But that's my father. father t- my, uh, boat 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 Two people. Huh? What's
2: he got? A yeah, I'm, one of, on? I'm one
5: of seven. Oh, me too. Uh, nothing like a big it- family.
2: Oh yeah, bro. Yeah. Where where are you in, in that order?
5: Right in the middle, man. Anatomically oh. correct. I got boy, boy, girl, boy, girl, boy, boy.
3: Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. Couldn't leave her alone, oh, huh? I'm her. Guy. Chasing her around the house.
5: <laughs> Look at that. Yeah. No, I got I got blamed for everything. I got beat up. I got, you know, nice. Middle child syndrome.
3: And who was that? What was that picture right there, Petey? Where was that? Uh, that's your old the- man there? Or is that you, that's or who is that's
5: another one of my father right there. Yeah, that's what they call a quad. That was a Maxim quad. Um, you know, which is it wasn't a quint, it was a quad. It was one one below it. It didn't have everything but the aerial device on it. If you know what a, a quint or a quad. I, I, I
1: love yeah. how heavy into the job Tim is. He's like, he's like, yeah, that's my old man right there. You see what they call that? That's a quad right back there. So uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's my dad. Anyway, picture. They still
5: he's have that rig. As a kid, that's a quad. You know. Do they, do they still have that rig or no?
1: That,
3: that no, no they don't they have that ring
5: anymore. That. Wow. Look at
2: the shine on that ring too, bro.
5: Holy yeah. shit! Yeah, things sparkling. Yeah, yeah show so on your. Uh, yeah, he ended up dying baseball. very young. He retired from the cops, and about two years after he retired, he uh, he passed away. Oh no! Um, probably how old? Fifty nine. Dude, 59. Oh, Dude wow.
2: my dad was fifty seven. Same thing. Three yeah. years retired. 59. Look at all these things we got in common. Was my it? Fa- yes. My
5: father was one. Bro, year seven, seven kids would do
2: that to you, man. Hell yeah, seven kids would do that to you. Yes, they will.
5: Uh, mm. yes they will
2: all right so you, you joined the volleys really young 78 as a cadet member i guess yeah. that's like a junior member <clears throat> or whatever that
5: yeah is. it's a junior member you, you get all the training so what happens is when once you're trained you, when you when you get sworn in you're fully trained and you know that day you you have all the training so you're active you don't have to oh, go through cool. the training you have to get it it's basically it's you get trained before you're on that's all it is
2: so two years later, you're sworn in as a full interior member. Yeah. In this, what is that a new, a different place? Newington? Or is that the same one?
5: No, that's New oh, Britain. No, same one in 80, in December of 1980, I got sworn in, uh, in, in that place. It was, it was actually a very busy little fire department at the time. Um, and there is one fire I want to talk about there. Um, because, you know, everybody says they have fires that define them, you know, right. in, in their lives. And, and, you know, um, and you know we have all been a lot of fires, and but this one in particular was a place called the Pillars, Um, and I remember the date. It was it was Friday the thirteenth, nineteen eighty four, hmm. and uh, a four year old girl was killed at it. But we could hear her. You know we were trying to get to her. Ooh. And you know when you when you're twenty two years old, you you think you're the guy. You know what I mean? You think you're the one. You're the guy. It's the best guy in that department. And uh, you know that day that day I wasn't. And we listened to her die. I mean we really oh. did. We yeah. couldn't get to her. She was on the other side of a. a a refrigerator, a screwed-in uh, piece of plywood, a screwed-in door. And by the time we got to her, she she, she was gone already. And, um, you know, I swore to myself that day, that was the day I knew, right, that I would never, ever, ever not be good enough again. And wow. that's when I really, truly dedicated myself to learning as much about this job as I could. Uh, that day, 1984. That was the day that defined me for the rest of my career. And it's important because I think everybody has those fires in their careers that define them or who they are. Yeah. You know, and, you know, when you, you know, because we all challenge ourselves. You guys have, we have, you come back, could I have done this? And and that would, that's what makes us great firemen, that we challenge ourselves. And, mm-hmm. you know, that was the defining moment for me. I still challenge myself at fires, but that's the one I wish I had back. You know, I wish yeah. I, I had that fire today. The, the outcome would be a lot different.
2: That you was so, so early in your career, too, man. Wow.
5: I was 22 years old. At the time, oh. and I was a volunteer, and and I would say, uh, was everybody that age, or
3: was there older people there? Or we're older.
5: To... Yeah, but you know the volleys. there were older people there. But it was a guy yeah, that was with yeah. me trying to get her. He was a paid guy. His name was Matt Nelson, a real good guy, real good fireman. And uh, me and him were trying to get her, and we just we just couldn't. We just it wasn't the fire; it wasn't what we had to get through all these obstacles to get there. And by the time we got there, um, that position became pretty untenable.
3: Yeah, that's um, tough. That's a tough yeah. So, but but you
5: know, I'm not trying to. You know, it's just. Fires that define us, and everybody's mm. had them. And, and if you don't move on from that, that's what – hey, ready for this? That's what men do. Hey. What? Right. Oh!
6: Move on. That's 10%. Right. That's 10% right
3: there. I got to yeah. give 10% on that do,
6: one too, right? Um,
1: after, <laughs> about- after that, out of curiosity, after that fire, do you guys um, sit around the kitchen table and break that one down
5: and no, talk not, about not, it?
1: No, not in that venue.
5: You know, we would now and and, in the paid side, we would, but not then, you know, I went home and I broke it down with a, with a case of beer, you know, that's, that's what we did. You know, Mm. Um, did you,
1: did you, but over the years, do you think about it like from a technical perspective? Like, do you go like,
5: all right, if I was there today, now I would have done X, Y, Z. 100%. Yeah. 100%. I would have done stuff differently there. One, you know, I would have taken a little more time to, to look at the overall situation and. You know, I was just going where they told me to go. I was blindly going where they told me to go. And, you know, now I would take a little more time and slow down and, and take in the whole picture. But and, in other
1: words, though, you really did what you were supposed to do because you were young. You were 22 years old and they told you to go but, somewhere you went somewhere. So, you know, but yeah, so that's just the hindsight uh, being. But it, is a, a it, it, still it still
5: is a fire that defines who we are. Yeah. I mean, and everybody has one. If you ask everybody that comes on the show, they're going to have that fire. Uh, mm-hmm. that defines who they are and what you know put them pushes you right pushes it, you to be better. exactly pushes you to to excel okay. you know cuz everybody knows there's guys on this job and then there's guys on this job yeah, that yeah, excel yeah. you know what i mean there's got, and and you want to be the guy that excels and if you don't push yourself you're never going to be that guy wow. simple as that you know well, you're so never going to
2: i think we got to add that as with the with the old school tip of the day you know something like that like what fire you know changed your career mm-hmm. It's, it's a good
5: question to ask people that, you know, really define, yeah. you know, when, when, when did you really decide that, listen, you were going to be good or you're just going to be a fireman, you know, and, and that was the day. I mean, luckily it happened early in my career because after that day I took every class I, I was in classes I never should have been in as a young kid. I took, I saw, uh, you probably don't even know who he is, a guy named Francis Branigan. Um, You know, yeah. he was one of the first guys out there teaching basic building instruction. I mean, I took that class at 22 years old. I had no business being there. You Know that, that was a cheese class, but it was all I could get, and you know, I, I took everything I could get. Uh, and you know, you don't know what you know till you, till you need it, you know,
2: yeah. So, anyway,
5: but I did want to talk him, about that fire.
2: Do we got to give him 10 now if we use that question on every show, still
5: <laughs> <laughs> maybe 15? No you know, oh. I, I am the wizard, oh. I am the wizard. Hang on, somebody's got to run this show. <laughs>
2: Very, he on a fixed income, paycheck to paycheck. We know how it goes. Doesn't suck. All right, that's what Louis says all the time. It don't suck.
5: Doesn't suck.
2: So let's see. So then, seven years go by, and you get hired as a full time paid firefighter. What you doing between those seven years? Were you going to school? Mm -hmm. Were you working? What were you doing? I was just working. I
5: didn't go to college, you know. And and, you know, I took the eighty one test in New York, right? Um, And you know, like a guy said, you know, there's a couple guys I I, Mm. um, that were in that New Britain with me. And three of us ended up in New York. You, you probably know. You probably know him too, uh, Timmy Brown. I don't know if you ever heard that name. Yeah. Timmy Brown. He does this stuff on 9/11 stuff. He talked. Uh, he was in New Britain with me and Jay Walsh. He retired out 59 engine. His brother's a mm-hmm. guy that does all the paintings. He's a chief up in New Britain also. And uh, you know, we took all those tests together. We took the 81 test together. So we we were going down to New York a lot um, prior to us getting hired. I actually hooked up and I ended up riding in 41 engine. In the South Bronx for a number of years with a guy named Eddie Keating. I don't know if you ever heard that That's name. Not, yeah, I've heard that name. Uh-huh. Oh, he was some guy, man. He really was. He was some. First time I met him, I pulled up in front of Forty One Engine uh, in their quarters on on 150th Street. And he jumped off the rig and he had a grass skirt and a Hawaiian shirt on. This is 81. this is this is the place for me, you know. And, uh, so I was I was riding with um, with him when I was going down. I was taking Pudgy Walsh's classes.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: class. Everybody, did, Pudgy Everybody did class. Everybody took that class. Yeah. So one story about Eddie, because, you know, I love the guy. You know, he's, he's gone now. But he got hired in like 1958. And he worked in Squad 2 and, and in the South Bronx for so all those war years. And I was riding with him one I after taking Pudgy's class. And I think Jay or Paul was with me. And it was a change of tours in the morning. So a, a a friend of mine, Timmy Brown, was in 73 at the time. He stopped to see us. And a run comes in for a fire. So Timmy jumps on a rig. We jump on the rig, the day tour, and the night court jump. So there's gotta be 15 <laughs> guys on the rig. They're riding back, they're on the top of. It. So we pull up and I'm thinking to myself that Eddie's is gonna blow a gasket. He's gonna, that's it, you can't ride here no more. And and I get off the rig and I'm standing there and all these guys, and Eddie jumps off the rig, he looks at everybody, he goes, nice turnout. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. Uh, and there's 15 guys running off How many guys cheating. can
3: you fit in the fire building? Oh, uh, yeah. Big
5: floppy <laughs> shoes, right? <That's> <laughs> but yeah. um So uh I went to the city of New Britain in uh, in uh, May of 87. Mm-hmm. I got hired in <clears> the city of Britain <throat> and I stayed there until I went to New York City. I did leave Would for you- two days. I went to the city of Harford. I got hired there for two days, and I went to their academy like a stupid young kid, and, and left. So that's what I was
3: going to ask. So you just you threw up applications all over the place. You knew I was taking tests it. everywhere. Yeah, yeah.
5: And I uh, so I was in. I was working in, a city in Britain. Harford called me, and it was a bigger city. It was a, it was a bigger job, and I had a good friend of mine, Eddie Pospisil. Um, You know, he was the guy in the fire. Oh portrayal. yeah, yeah. He's
3: he posts a lot of pictures too. Yeah, right? he
5: he's a he's a wealth of knowledge about old time New York stuff. He he's the guy that got the medal um, for the 23rd street collapse in the fire patrol. He was, the guy that drew the map that allowed them to find all those guys that in the basement in 66. Actually, he's still a chief of, of a fire department up in Corinth. Um, wow. Jermatt, I think it is. Oh shit. Uh, oh, he's in great shape. That guy. So, uh, he was there and, uh, he was really pissed at me when I left, but I went to their Academy and there was some stuff going on. I didn't like, so I'm an idiot. I'm a young kid. I go back to new Britain and like new Britain chief didn't talk to the heart. they one city, they're one town apart. So I almost lost my job in New Britain uh, because I went to Hartford. You know, for huh. two days. Yeah, but if so, you if, didn't if, get called uh, for, for New York City,
2: would you have stayed there where you are, or you would have cont- continued to look well, elsewhere?
5: I would have gone to Hartford, but what happened was when I w- when I was in Hartford, I got the letter just before I went to Hartford. I got the letter for the uh, agility test in New York, and I would have been in their academy, and I would have right. had to, I had to make a decision: either go to Hartford, stay in Hartford, or you know, and I know I had a good uh, written test.
2: Right. So uh,
5: I I went back to New Britain, <clears throat> the agility test, and I I got hired in the second class off of that list.
2: Because Hartford does some work, don't they? They still do a lot of work. Oh, yeah. yeah. They still do a lot, of, do a lot of work up there.
5: Yeah. 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 Yes, they do. Yeah. I'm surprised <laughs> they haven't run out of buildings yet. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> <laughs> good city. i about a lot of cities. For oh,
5: yeah. Of yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> holy yeah. Holy shit. So yeah, I worked up there. It was a great place to work. I loved it. We had a lot of fun. We had a lot of laughs in that place. Uh, you know, like a lot of guys don't understand about a small city is that, um, you know, you're the guy, I mean, you, you go in and you'll go three, three or four bottles. Uh, you know, I took a class uh, from a guy and he ended up being one of my captains when I got hired in New York. But I took a class from this guy and, uh, um, he's a big truck guy. And, uh, you know, I asked him, I says, can you prioritize the list of things that, that you have to do when it's only me? You know, when it's one guy, so is it is it the fire department, the floor above, the roof of the OV? You know, put them, and basically his answer was, is only one of you? I said, yeah. He goes, well, then you're screwed. am like, <laughs> that's not the answer I'm looking for. You know what I mean? So um, a funny story there. I was When I transferred to the truck, when I realized I wasn't a truck guy, I um, we had a real good job just up the street from the firehouse. And so I got up to the second floor with the engine. I got the door for them. And I figured, you know what? I'll go to the floor above. I'll let the engine do the firearm. Because there's nobody else. So I go to the floor above. I get I get uh the apartment above. I open, I do a room, but it's totally vacant. There's nothing in it. So I go across the hall and there's very little smoke in there. I do the front room and I'm like, I'm not doing the back. There's nobody in here. So I yell out, hey, anybody here? Anybody here? Nobody's in there. So I come out, I got to change my bottle. I walk out, I tell the chief in front of the building, I say, hey, listen, top floor is good, nobody up there. He goes, good, when you change your bottle, can you get the people off the third floor there, at the window?
3: (laughs) 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 Yeah, I'll get them, chief. I said, oh, no, this is not going to be good, man. Anytime you leave yourself, I mean, no matter what, not just that, but anytime you leave yourself open just without being 100%, right? Yeah. It, it's, it's Murphy's going to show up without a doubt. Yeah. Know? Well, Murphy was
5: there, that there in full yeah, fury. Right, I'll tell yeah, you that. Yeah. I look up, it's a woman and a kid at the third floor. And then there's no smoke, but, you know, he looked at me and goes, okay, when they go back in, get them. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I knew you it know. was
3: going that way. So, so that's what I, uh... I, I
5: had a great time there. It was great people. Um, really, really was. Um, it just, you know, I was basically I left because I wanted to go to more fires. That was the only reason I left. It wasn't right. pension. It wasn't, I just wanted to go to more fires.
3: So now yeah. did your friends already were they already there? Were you the first out of the three to go? Uh
5: no, Timmy, Timmy went in '84. He went to 73 engine, uh, Timmy Brown, and then he ended up going to four truck and then ended up in rescue tree. And he did a stint in OEM. Um, I went and then Jay went, and actually a kid came Kevin Hayes, uh, went also. He ended up uh, a lieutenant or a captain, but he was a lieutenant in tree truck or a captain of three truck when he got out. He's in the he's in the band. Uh, and then Paul ended up staying. The guy that does the paintings—you saw the paintings. Yeah, uh, like, yeah, yeah. uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. The guy that does the paintings—he actually stayed in New Britain. Uh, Paul did, and uh, he's actually retiring. I'm going up for his last tour in two weeks. Nice. So, yeah, yeah. It was it, it was a good place. I, I was glad I went there. I learned a lot. Uh, you know, one of these old time lieutenants told me a story that uh, he was in a truck and they had a guy trapped at the top floor, and he goes up the aerial and he and you know he's got to pull the guy out, but he doesn't realize the guy's in a wheelchair. He's got no legs. So he pulled him out of the window. He threw him. He threw him off the area. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, he no legs. He, he thought he was going to be into out. the pool? Yeah, into the pool. His name was Bob. Yeah, and then you know all the second two companies were holding up the numbers. <laughs> hey, that was a ten. And you know, I'm like, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you
2: one thing. He had at least uh, he had one leg up on Johnny wolf Oh. <laughs> no! he, he did you stop to... last
5: night thinking about that one? Oh, uh, <laughs> just came uh... to me. <laughs>
1: Okay.
2: Uh, I got ask so a question, though. You were in engine one. What made yep. you want to try a truck out, you know, for a year and a half before you went? There? I, I didn't Air have a one. choice.
5: I ah, didn't have okay. a choice. They sent me there. They sent me there. And actually, when I left, they were opening a rescue and the chief pulled me aside. He said, I know you, you want to go to New York, but we're opening a rescue company. And he goes, you're slated to go to the rescue. And I was like, you know what? I, I, said, and, I and it was great. But it really was a great place to work. The guys were great. The job was good. There were fires there. I just wanted to go to mm. more fires. And that mm. was the only thing. And I, and I left. I went to more fires. I, that's right. what I did. You know, that was hey, the only hey, reason.
2: Did you see that one super chat to ask the, the boss a question?
1: Yeah, there's a couple questions from the super chat. Um, one, what about being, uh,
2: Sippy? I don't
1: know. Please, means, please, yeah, please, please ask uh, what was the family card Tim used back
5: in the 1990s? Uh, sippy. Yeah. I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> 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 So I, 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 you know, like when you know, I I used to drive a a Thunderbird around. I had a great Thunderbird, eighty eight Thunderbird. When I got a oh, job, I had a kid. <laughs> I had, uh, right, I, I was going to get the Turbo Coupe, right? Oh my so god! I had a kid, and I ended up having. I bought a Taurus wagon. So nice. One day, yeah, like nice. So, so one day at the firehouse, though, you know, looking to move cars, whose car is that? I go, that's my car, and it's the Taurus. And I said to the guy, you know what car that is? You know, my last name's Klett, so you know what it is? It's the Klett Taurus maybe <laughs> 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 hey, you don't oh, want to oh, wash oh. the clet <laughs> 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 oh, taurus
3: that didn't take long it to figure out
4: oh
2: <laughs> man you know you, you can do so really much like with that started. bro my oh my father god,
5: loved that joke. Everywhere we went, he would grab people, and go tell them what car you drive. I, I, I have a torch you, know? <laughs> <laughs> you
3: know. Oh my he, god, dude. Oh, shit. leave it to the brothers, right? Oh my <laughs> god. No, he's yeah, yeah.
5: That's what I used to drive around. I had a green one and a red one. You know which one the red one was, you know. I only drive it once a month. You know, the,
1: <laughs> oh, I do have another question, yeah. but I'm gonna wait till we get to 69 engine to talk about it.
5: Yeah. tell
2: because uh, I don't know uh, if we can top Zippy's question, bro. That was that, oh that God, was a perfect setup. Awesome, I know
5: there's a lot of questions out there. because don't worry. Like, all, right. quirks, all good. We'll just
1: keep moving along, nice hey, and the, nice
2: the the and. More questions, the more you know, love guy, you are. That's what I, that's what I think, bro. Uh, yeah. I
1: think it was hilarious that you know we we found out about the clitoris tonight. You know, so that's, <laughs> that's a, you, listen. You're, you're like that
3: wait, could wait, be wait. one of the best jokes I've I've heard so far. Yeah, you know, you
1: you hit two home runs already, and it's only oh 8 30 so oh you know, shit.
5: <laughs> true, story to That's true story what if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation where it's not about mission statements but a shared mission at u.s customs and border protection we go beyond to protect more than borders from ship to shore air to ground cities to local communities cbp agents and officers are keeping people safe Join U.S. Customs
6: and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers.
7: Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere
6: <laughs>
5: In my
4: life, yeah,
6: yeah,
1: <laughs> uh, I did. You, you not know, took that one away from me. Me,
5: me. Let me ask you something. When on Friday, not last Friday. When it was
1: dark, <laughs> when it was dark outside, did you have a hard time finding the Clitoris?
5: <laughs> oh, no, I was like two not Sam. I followed my nose. No, that's no. it. Oh. All right, that's it. All right, moving on. Moving on. Wow. <laughs> Can do this job. all night. We <laughs> uh, write this train right now because right? it's Nathan Nichols, all right. We're saying. gonna
1: we're gonna re- we're gonna write the ship. So, where was he, Kev? Where was he in the uh? Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm stuck, I'm stuck at the clitoris. I don't
2: know I don't
5: know where your mind is. Yeah, we're up to
2: the point where he gets appointed October 21st, 1990, class five of 90, and assigned to engine 47.
5: 47 engine. You know, when, when I got assigned him and uh, I was supposed to go to 69 out of probie school, uh, I, had a, I had a very good hook. Uh, he'll remain un- nameless at the time. Uh, but he told me I actually have a copy of the order of me going to 69 engine. And it got changed at the last minute because another guy was going there out of my probie class, a man named Jimmy who who was a very, very dear friend of mine now. But he ended up going to 28 truck and they weren't going to put two probies in that house at the same time. You know, uh, so uh, he called me and he says, how about a good engine in the fifth division? Because we were still the fifth division then. And uh, I said, whatever you think, man. And, and he put me in 47 engine and he said, listen, do a couple years and, and we'll get you up there. do a year or so. We'll get you up there on a skin. So, you know, I'm driving down 113th Street from the east side. I'm like, holy shit, this neighborhood is horrible. You know, yeah. it's terrible. And I get I get all the way to the end to, to uh, you know, Morningside Park. And I'm like, where the frig is this firehouse? So I go around and I get up to the top by St. John the and there it is there. So it was a great firehouse in a nice neighborhood that responded to the shit. So it, it was good. And that's that one picture. Can you pull that picture up from 47? We talked about earlier because uh, I think it's important Greco. that picture one, right? With Greco, with, with, with Greco is that, yeah. that? one? Yeah. 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 10 for coming up. So this is, this is me. <laughs> I'm at, I'm, I'm at the very end. Uh, Davey Hartman and uh, Paul DeBell is there. Uh, the count's son, Countable out of the kid, but at the very end with the 47 on the far right, that's Paul Greco, and he was in 47 engine when I was there. And Paul ended up going to one of the squads 288 was 270. It, 270, he went out to 270, uh, and uh, he just recently passed away, um, from 911 cancer. But his he's the guy whose son just uh played with the Rangers, yeah, his um, first game, yeah, yeah Paulie, a real, a real, real good dude, great guy, um. You know, he he ended up going out to Queens a little bit after I left and went to 69 engine. Uh There was another guy that was there, a guy named Bobby Cook. I don't know if you ever heard of Bobby Cook. He went to 126 truck Never out heard in of Queens. Him. And you never heard of him? He, he <laughs> played uh, lacrosse with the New York Saints. But he used to call me when I went to 69. He went out there and he asked me how things were going. And I said, good. He goes, I go, how things in 126 truck? He goes, it's great. I got them you know, like eating out of the palm of my hand. I go, what do you mean? He goes, well, I tell him if they cook me a good meal, I'll tell them a scary Harlem fire story.
2: <laughs> no, that would have Yeah,
5: but that's uh, that's poorly Greco there. And that's, you know, that's uh, 117th Street right off of uh, 7th Avenue. What happened in this
3: pit You guys didn't feel like uh, stretching any lines or anything? What was well, that? there was a rubber
5: slider in the front yard when we died. Plenty, Plenty of time to take a photo. I know there's <laughs> no problem. Yeah. All
1: good. The foundation was remained
2: Give in a fact. Minute.
5: We'll get the line. Don't worry about it. All right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Listen, it's 47. They don't stretch the lines unless there's 24 uh, floors of fire, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you yeah, get 10 exactly. floors of fire.
5: It's there, be there was a lot of great guys. There was a captain there, uh, Charlie Corcoran. They called him Cuckoo Charlie Corcoran. You may remember him <laughs> from the 3-8 Battalion. He was out in the 3-8 Battalion. I don't know if you were there no. when he was there. but He, no. he ended up moving to montana and buying a farm and he named all his cows after companies in the city like you know that one was the pride of morningside and that oh one was my God, you're <laughs> oh serious. yeah oh yeah and all he wanted to do was go to fires this guy and he was never he wasn't an engine boss at all he, he you know <clears throat> we'd be sitting on the back step waiting to stru- stretch on the line and he was nowhere to be found and he heard a division talking you know division five to charlie he'd say and he'd be on the floor <laughs> doing like, what are we supposed to do uh, we had a fire one night with him and in a vacant on 110th Street. And uh, it was going pretty good. It was out about six windows on like the fifth floor of a big six story building. So he never wore his mask, you know? And uh, we get in there and we stretch up. We get right to the door to the fire department. They get the door and it is shitty. So he looks at the guy who's a detail that's got the door position and he tells the guy, hey, give me your mask. So the guy looks at him and says, give me your light. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, if, you're good, if I gotta give you something, you gotta give me something for it. you,
1: <laughs> 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 nah, uh, yeah. you hey, should have pulled, pulled that one on Patty Lee with the can store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <when> you <laughs> were
2: in. Uh,
5: was Tommy Evans up there?
2: What's forty truck? Was Tommy Evans in
5: forty truck when you were there? Probably not. I did thirty days up there. That was some shop, I'll tell you. You know, forty truck was a. I did. I was supposed to go to twenty two truck. And uh, Bobby Morris, and I don't know if you know that name. Never heard of him. Uh, yeah. Never heard. Of him. So uh, he was actually covering in a forty truck, and we were kind of friends. So he brought me up to forty truck to do my thirty days, and that was uh, that was some experience up there. You know, there were some characters in that place. You know, about a guy named Kevin Kelly he used to love to headbutt everybody. I mean, he would have headbutt contests in the kitchen. Oh, you I want to headbutt that. this guy right here? No way! Take the nickels, out. right? Take take the there the was like six, take I was the nickels. trying to tell
3: you before, it was like six guys in the chat saying take the nickels. Oh, was it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, you know, what's funny is because there was a guy in 103, uh, Schwicky, they used to say the uh, same exact thing. What would you rather yeah. have a million dollars or Schwicky's head full of nickels?
5: I Used to tell them, listen, guys, you can take all the nickels you want. He goes, but look around this room. You guys should all invest those nickels and buy a mirror because your heads are bigger than mine, man. <laughs> I said, We're gonna rule the world one day. All you little pea heads, and there's a couple of the pictures here. You know, we're gonna rule the world one of these days. I was big headed guys. Boy, there you go. Yeah, somebody you know wrote
2: in the chat 26 plus 14 equals 40. There we said that. That, that
5: was yeah, that was right on the right over the uh, on the above the uh, windows of the rig, 26 plus 14. And if people don't realize, 26 truck and 14 truck were the two trucks they ran in with. So they put 26 plus 14 equals 40. That's great, bro. Yeah, that place, 40, that was a great, that was a great shop. They were, you know, the captain of 40 at the time, Jack Rand, was a, was a wonderful man. How he survived that place, I'll <clears> never know. Um, you know, but he was a wonderful, and then there was Schaefer in the engine, who was an absolute, he used to wear a, a German U-boat hat. To fires, you know, he was just it was you know, it was you, uh, years you, ago. You catch work up there in forty truck, yeah. Just about every time I went to work, yeah. Wow, yeah, we went to good. we went to a uh, a job right off of, of uh, Broadway in a uh, big storage building, and um, it must have got going before they wanted it to because uh, we found one empty. What f- you know those the the uh, the buckets they put in the water coolers, you know what I mean? The five gallon water yeah, cu- yeah. buckets. Mm-hmm. So <clears> one <throat> of them was empty, and we found five more full of gasoline. Well, five we got more. Got away from them. So they, they were pouring it under a, a roll-down gate, and it must have ignited. So it didn't take the whole building, but they were looking to take the whole place. Yeah. That was a, that was a great place. 40 truck. Yeah. Real, real, real good outfit. You know, the, the senior guys there, a guy named Al Farney, Skip and they ran that place. And actually, the picture of us in front of the, vil, the building there with um the Greco There's a few 40
3: um, guys in there. Yeah.
5: Al Farney took that picture. Yeah. <clears throat> How oh, mm-hmm. funny took that? He was all he always had a camera with him. So, but a lot of characters. Forty-seven engine. A, a, a story about forty-seven engine was a guy there named Eddie Callahan. They called him Barbara Bush because he had <laughs> the curly right here. He looked just like <laughs> Barbara Bush. You know? He did. He did. He like, you know, so you know, I was a proprietor a new guy there, he was. Like, he was breaking my balls, just absolutely breaking my balls constantly about, you know, what kind of an Irish name is Glech? You know, and it isn't. It's Scottish-German. But, you know, my, my, other, my other grandparents are off the boat from Ireland. So he says to me, and, and you'll be astonished by his story, he says to me, really? He goes, uh, you, 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 your grandparents are from Ireland? I says, yeah. Now, remember, I grew up in Hartford, Connecticut, and he grew up in the Bronx. So he says, where, where are your grandparents from? And I said, well, my grandmother, uh, she's a macaw, and she's from Clare. He goes, where and Claire? And I say, Well, a place called Milltown, Milltown. I go, you wouldn't know it's small. He goes, Milltown Malbay. I go, how the fuck do you know that? I go, he goes, my mother's from Milltown, Malbay. No, I'm shit. Like, get the fuck out of here. And turns out that his mother and my grandmother were childhood friends in Ireland. Oh my god. And wow. they came over to the country, the two of them, <clears throat> in 1924 together Come on. and hadn't spoken 50 years. I can't, believe oh, this, what a, guy, I
1: can't believe this guy told you all Yeah, that. there's Eddie Callahan right
5: there. <laughs> yeah. He had a few more
1: wrinkles, though. He had a What's few up, wrinkles. Yeah, Eddie had more wrinkles. Really he hey, had a beer Hey, <laughs> Eddie. had a He
5: had a beer in his hand.
1: That's hopefully, a remarkable story. didn't have anyway. a pearl Yeah, that's like it.
5: That. You know, when everybody says, oh, I got a small world story, I go, no, nah, I got one that tops that. that that's a
1: topper right
2: there, bro.
5: I, I definitely got one that tops that story, you know? One better. So, that's one
2: better Gazetta, bro.
5: <laughs> yeah. but, but 47 was great i hated leaving there there was a guy up there named tommy stringer um he had in for 69 engine and my guy called me and he says uh timmy he goes i can get you an onion next week and the order was supposed to come out in a month and you know you get to know a guy and and i was like you know what i, I can't you're do it
3: to him. Yeah, yeah i yeah. didn't want to
5: jump him and I, I told tommy and he, he didn't believe me i go listen i'm gonna wait till you're there and, and then I'll I'll go up there. And he goes, You don't have that kind of weight. And he went there on the order. And a week later I went up on the youngin' skin. But I and I did it later on with uh, Eddie Anzalone uh, in 28 truck. He ended for 28 truck. I ended for 28 truck. And my guy says I can get you any next order. And I said, You know what? Eddie's got more time in the place. Let Eddie go there and I'll, I'll go next. You know. He's and a funny I, I never guy. Eddie's
2: home. a funny guy. Eddie's a good guy, bro. How do you go Who, Eddie?
5: Nope. You know Eddie? No, you Talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> I got a great Eddie Anzalone story. Uh, I was telling you, so I shouldn't, but, so we're jumping a little bit ahead, but we're, you know, we're in 69 engine. It was one of those nights up there. You know, we used to get real busy in the winter time up there. We called it the winter offensive and 28 was at a fire and uh, we had just gone in service from a fire. So we get an ERS box that right down the street from the firehouse. It's a big pie shaped building, you know? And, uh, so we get there and, and we know we got a job. So it's an ERS. We give the, we give the 1075, um, but no one's, you know, it's going to be a while because all these companies are out. The relocators aren't in yet, so we get the line up like the third floor. I forget where it was. Third floor something. Me and Eddie, and then we stretch and 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 two long hallways. One it goes this way, one it goes this way. So we get to the top of the stairs and, um, you know, the boss says, "Stay here. We're not going to commit the line until I know, you know, which direction we got to go." So he takes off, and the, and the boss goes like to the left down the hallway, and then we look and out of the smoke. I mean, and it's pretty shitty. Comes this little old black lady walking down the hallway, not coughing, nothing. It's you know, this like, she, way. yeah. Well, no, she grabs Eddie by the arm and tugs him. And Eddie rips away from her like this. And she taps him on the shoulder and says, What's the matter, Sonny? Your first fire? Oh! <laughs> wow. She had been burned out like three times. So we end up going down. But what's the matter, Sonny? So every fire after that it was, hey, what's oh the matter, God. son? Your first fire? <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: oh, those ones you take with you for the rest of your
5: career, bro. Yeah, the wizard. The wizard wouldn't have done that. Hey. Come on, who's Come running this show? Me or you guys? Tonight it's you. <laughs> hey. what the you, guys, you, know, you know what I
3: mean? We got a producer.
5: Hey, me.
3: <laughs> so
5: but yeah, 47 was good. And I ended up going up to 69 and I had an interesting first tour. Um, what
3: year did you get there?
5: Uh, late 92. Yes. I got up.
2: Yep.
1: All right, boys. Oh, so, it's, uh, it's funny. You're
2: pushing me over the to edge. Off, oh, but, oh, look, he got his man
3: caught yeah, all of a yeah, sudden. Yeah, now he's all. Uh, I
1: had to up, do it. I a pair, that guy, right? Yeah, had to be done.
3: So what? That's what? The 16th Battalion? The 16th Battalion. So. Yeah,
5: still the fifth division.
3: Yeah. So just to let you know. So when I got, I got on in May of 93. And I remember like when I first started, I would listen to the radio, listen to the radio. You know, guys would go up to the rack. Uh, up to the bunks, you know. Midnight one, I would I would stay up, right? And I had the thing scanning, and I would hear twelve hundred boxes, fourteen hundred boxes, sixteen hundred boxes, right? Twelve hundred, sixteen, fourteen, sixteen, fourteen, twelve hundred, twelve battalion, sixteen 1200 twelve battalion, yeah. sixteen battalion, twelve. And I would say to myself. <laughs> What the hell is going on up there? Like, yeah. I, and then when I talked to a few of my friends, uh, a couple of my friends, uh, Bobby Canale went to uh, 58 Engine.
5: I love Bobby Canale. Uh,
3: yeah, so he, he was on with me, and there was a bunch of other guys that, you know, <clears throat> were scattered throughout there. And he was telling me how small the areas were. Like, it was only, like... like
5: 69's know, like- first new area was pretty... We, you know, we had the river and then the hill, but you know, like I was saying, my first night there, we went to five fires,
3: uh, dude. I remember hearing box wow. after box up there, like I yeah. couldn't believe I had
5: it. many, many nights I went to five fires, many, many, many nights. Wow, you wow. know, and my best 24, I went to nine fires and in, in 69. Wow, you know, but it was that winter and it was funny. Like this guy, this one guy, you know, we're, we're going out, we're going to a third alarm bound by 59 engine, 58 engine on 116th Street and uh Park Avenue. So we're going and it was, it was like five after six. And uh, this guy comes down, he jumps and he's hanging on the window of the rig, trying to punch me in the face saying, wow. who sent you, who sent you? And I'm, <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck did I do? You know, but uh, thank God we were out all night. We didn't come back and have to deal with that guy. Cause we went from that fire to another fire. We ended up, uh, we ended up at a vacant over by the 12th battalion, 59 engine was out. And, um, you know, one of my mentors, this guy, John Newell, um, I can't say enough about him. You know, I worked with some unbelievable officers. I mean, legends on this job and, you know, like and guys like Patty Brown was, was one of my officers, Morris, wow. Cassidy, Kennedy, uh, Griffin, Visconti, were the chiefs up there. And, and, you know, you don't hear Johnny Newell's name, but that guy, man taught me everything. I knew that guy was the guy from it. He, and I loved Patty Brown and, and working with Morris, but John Newell was that guy. He just, you know, he was always ready to go to work and, you know, like, and he, he, he challenged you to be the best you could be. You know, he was really that guy. And uh, that first night we ended up, he came in and relieved uh, this guy, Joe Flanagan. And he they relieved. And sure enough, we ended up on 139th Street. and We've been up all night. And uh, he gets off the rig and he always had that bottle with him. First, second, third, do, third alarm, fourth. He always had the rope with him. And he gets off. He's got the rope. First new engine, got the rope
7: That's ChumbaCasino.com.
6: No purchase necessary. BGW. Void more prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
7: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand-clapper, a high-fiver? I kind of like the high-five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com.
6: No purchase necessary. VGW. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18+. And
5: he looks back at us. We're sitting in the He goes, come on, guys. You got a job. And we look up, like... With another fire, so we ended up going up there, and uh I watched the nozzle man, a guy named Mike Hayes, and Eddie Anzalone was working. So, and they standing up, and they just walking it. I'm like, "What is going on here?" And it was a crazy, crazy, crazy night, my first night there. But I, I love that place. That <laughs> it must have been place. like, "Holy shit!" It was is this how it's
3: going to be like every night.
5: It was. Oh yeah, that was a. There were there cool, were uh, there were great guys, you know, uh, in that place. Um We did a lot of different stuff. I had a white ghost. You ever heard a white ghost? You know, that used to be in the books, it's not even the books anymore. But a white ghost is when the oil burners used to they wouldn't ignite, and the basement would fill of vaporized oil. And so they called it a white ghost. And I was with uh, I was with Vinnie Leahy. Um he was a lieutenant 20. I was working in the truck. We get in this basement, and he realized that it's it's full of these unignited vapors. And sure enough, the freaking thing Flash lights off. Holy the whole entire basement goes lights off, and all you hear is the tool, the can. And I think, and I look, and I, I see the the fire come out of the oil burner pit, and hit Vinnie Leahy in the face, and I'm thinking he's dead. I grab the can, and I figure I'm gonna put him out. <laughs> I get in there, he stands up, and all oh, his ears burned. I look at him, he goes, "That was close." <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck's going on here, man?
3: You can't even make that up, right? I mean, can't you can't make, even make that, that shit stuff up. up. You know, Some of uh, uh, Eddie Eds alone.
2: was he? A, did he become a chief too in the fall? No, the no,
5: no. Farm? He he becomes no. a fireman. He, you oh, know what? Okay. Eddie's a great. Great, great dude, man. You know, I know he made he made a lot of enemies when he was when he because he's the Jets guy. You know, he's <laughs> oh, the oh that's okay, the, okay, I know, okay. I, know that's, that that's weird, I know that name. I know that name from somewhere, somewhere, bro. Yeah, he's the J Jets 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 guy. So when he was average, when he was trying to get that stadium built, you know, a lot of guys were like that guy, that guy, and I said, you know what? First of all, in front of me, keep your mouth shut because that guy's a good dude. A quick story about Eddie, what he did. When I was in New Britain, I met a guy. This guy, Chris Anderson. And he calls me. I'm in New York now 15 years. And he calls me and he asks me, hey, do you know what he ends alone? I said, yeah, said, I went to his wedding. He goes, my nephew was playing football and he got a stinger. And he went to the hospital. They find a brain tumor. Holy they take shit. Take the brain tumor out. Now, he's never going to be able to play football again, but he's a huge. <clears throat> adult, and he, all he wants is an autographed picture. So I call Eddie. I says, can you get me an autograph?" He goes, what if I bring the picture up to the kid? So he drives two and a half hours, he brings the picture to the kid, spends the whole day with the kid, and then takes, you know, he gives him his number, brings him to the stadium on the field, and he's a good dude. You know, like wow. a lot of guys, he's a really, really good dude, you know. So but why uh, it wasn't the wizard? Oh. <laughs> Peter, oh, there you go. So oh, I'm
1: you know. sitting there. I'm looking up an article for. Uh, Listen, first so, of all, this is
5: a Harlem show, so you. Better oh, keep oh, up with it, okay? oh, oh my it's God, it's very yeah. scary, Harlem. Well, oh, well Mr. 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 Frank like, like, like would say, if you're really good, I'll tell you some scary Harlem fire stories. Right. Mr. Oh. Frank
1: Molay in the uh, chat is saying that uh, there's a WNYF article about white ghosts that I was looking forward to. Uh, mm. Yeah, we I actually about. had
5: one go off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right, we've right. really
2: right. So when really? you were in 69, was Morris the captain of
5: 28? So when I when I went up to 69, it was a guy named Pat Welby. He actually recently passed away from a car accident out in the island. Pat Welby was the captain, only for a couple of weeks, but he was a funny dude. Was a, you know, He was out of 88 and 38, to be honest with you. And he came up to 69, and, and I was in there one day, and I was only there with him for about a week. And uh, some big muscle-bound guy comes in from the Bronx looking to, to – because he used to – doesn't happen anymore guys used to go and interview with the captain to go to a company and uh so he comes in and he doesn't even talk to the guy he stands up and he says and he's got the thick irish brogue he goes he goes listen he goes take your muscles back to the Bronx, boys it's balls i'm looking for the guy looked at me i go i don't know oh, what to tell shit? you bro a, i gotta write that one <laughs> out down. The door he goes take that's your a T-shirt right there bro <laughs> Right it's the i'm looking for <laughs> well, <but> patty, <laughs> pat Welby got hurt at a at, at a coffin factory fire in the bronx uh, a hydrant connection blew off in him and head so morris became the captain of 20 uh, 69 engine when i for me and then f- the captain mike Finan of 28 had a heart attack morris went across the floor mm. and patty brown came back as the captain of 28 when i got there i mean 69. patty brown was a lieutenant in, six, in, in 28 when i got there and a funny story about him coming back, I was talking to a friend of mine, and Patty was going already. He got promoted, and he was, he was being the family liaison for uh, Vina Drennan. I don't remember that. Mm. you know. So uh, he calls me. I go, you know, what's Patty's plans? And uh guy said, no. I go, would you ever be interested in coming back to 69 Engine? He says, I don't know. Uh, hang on. He hangs up. Two seconds later, Patty Brown calls me. He goes, hey, Timmy, what's going on? I go, hey, Cap, what's up? <laughs> There's Patty Brown on the phone. And he goes, You and he actually asked, you guys would want me in 69 engine? Yeah, no, no, I'd want uh, a sister in Horace, of course, you know, you know. So uh so he starts talking and he tells Vina Brand the one thing he wants is to go back to 69 engine Captain, and he came back uh to wow. 69, and then you know, he he was he was an engine, he was a great off. I loved him. I mean, I went to a lot of fires with him and I'll never forget him. Timster, one more room Timster and he was a fucking liar cuz it was always more than one room. <laughs> he would always tell me one more room Timster, one more room and it was nice. always more than one room. But uh he ended up going to 3 truck and we all know what happened after that, you know. Yeah, man. So, yeah. But and yeah, I worked
4: you, for, you
5: know, What
2: what do you think made you gravitate towards the engine as opposed to, you know, go to most guys want to go to the truck, but there are the few guys who love the engine and stay in the engine
5: you know, I, I, I don't know if I could say one thing, um, um, but the one thing I would say is I was good at it. You know what I mean? I was good at it. Right. You know, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what it was. I mean, I, I had my paper to go to 28 and you know, uh, they took a couple guys that had less time than me, less time in the company than me. And so I had it out with the captain at the time and, um, he goes, oh, I'll put it in, you'll go to next order. And I go, you know what? I'm just going to stay in, in 69. I mean, I'll get promoted out of 69 engine. And, and you know, I was good at it, and, you know, and I made it. I made it my point to know as much as I could about it, you know, mm-hmm. and you so.
3: Why did not you say that, Tim? Because <clears throat> I kind of thought like I did my thirty day detail. I was I was signed to one seventeen, and then I did my thirty days in three sixteen engine, which was a uh, single engine, quite uh, you know tucked away little place. But they back there, they were catching a lot of work. They still do good some work, you know, uh, by the airport over there. And um, I caught three first two jobs on the nozzle. Right. And, but they had mostly private. I mean, they have some six story stuff going on there when they go towards like 307 or uh but mm-hmm. most of them are around the firehouses are smaller buildings. And I had one basement job and two first floor jobs. And literally I had, I think it was uh Lieutenant Bean Keeney. I don't know what his first name was, but he was, he might've allegedly always had like uh, red Alleg- wine on the table. Allegedly. We allegedly. You. But you know, but he was old school guy and he just basically dragged me down the stairs here and there. But my experience with that was I would get to the room. It would look great. I'd open the nozzle for five seconds, (laughs) close the line, all right, that's it. Pack it up. You know, it was just, I always had one room job. I never had like a, yeah. a job where <clears throat> it would motivate me to really want to be, you know, like three, four, five, you know, whatever it is. You know? so, so
5: up there is like, one thing about that place was, you know, and, and 69 and, and 28 was off the chart. They they were off the hook as far as what was going on up there at the time. But we were busy, but but they did hold you accountable. You know, and I remember one night with a real good job right off of uh, 7th Avenue, right at the corner of 141 Street. And it was out eight windows when we turned the corner uh i had the nozzle and and it was probably one of the best nozzle jobs i ever had we had the entire apartment we had six rooms yeah, so yeah, yeah. you ever put out six rooms no <laughs> so i got to the fifth room and i ran out of gas so i handed it off to the back of man i said listen i just you know take it so we get back to the firehouse and you know we go to the top floor and, and that was the thing you went up and talked about the fire you know why'd you do and they would hold you accountable i mean literally they were like they would go to the ov how'd you get through how'd you do this how'd you so they and I'm thinking when they get to me they're gonna sing songs about me. I mean I put out fucking five rooms of fire.
2: Why didn't you get the last <laughs> room?
5: <laughs> exactly. They get to me and hey, my, my, I walk out yeah, of here with a limp. My asshole hurts so yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> For me, like I'm, I I almost want like I never give up. That, that's your fucking fire. You never give up that nozzle. I don't care how tired you are. And by the mic, I'm going was five rooms you know like and they didn't care i mean that yeah, was talk about
3: how long it takes to get to that spot right like so yeah like i've seen you know i was the boss at those types yeah. of jobs but i was never in control yeah. of the line myself for that yeah. type of and job, it's right?
5: different because the vacants <clears throat> five rooms was a bunch yeah, they're open right? I
3: mean, you know they're they're va- open. the vacants yeah, yeah. were they're easy bended, were, because
5: it was right. all fire but when you had an occupied building you know you get you get more than three rooms you know you you got to work you got to work for it yeah and uh, uh you know the vacants were easy but They were great training, but they held you accountable, man. They, you know, yeah, I, man, especially if it's,
2: trying, up, if it's up on the sixth floor, you, you you know, you might be spent by the time you get to line in position, you're tired. You,
5: you know? Brooklyn and Queens guys, ever see a six story building? What is that? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you ever see one that big? They're really, they really think they. they, Listen, they I've only seen a couple
1: like of them on fire and a bunch a of firemen standing in front of it taking photos. Two story looks like a six story to me, bro.
5: You know, i was going to give you guys a nosebleed. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> ah, nice. Oh. Nice. Yeah. So, but funny, funny stuff up there. You know, I was up, we had a vacant up on 168th Street one day. We were third due. We had a floor above, and Eddie had own at the nozzle. And a guy named Killian was the boss at the time. And he says, Timmy, there's a hole right beside the door here. He goes, just, just stay here and make sure nobody goes into that hole in the floor. So I'm there and I'm feeding the line to them guys. And, and I'm telling everybody, hey, listen, watch out for a hole. Watch out for the hole. Watch out for the hole. And all of a sudden, you know, somebody must have got burned or something. They ran out of gas. And Killian goes, Timmy, I need you up here. So what do I do? I stand up. What do I do? Right in the fucking look hole. The hole. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So nobody helps me, of course. The guy walked out. He goes, hey, Timmy, look out for the hole i look out for the yeah. hall tim <laughs> oh, funny stuff i, I, I you oh, know man. funny 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 stuff we we had a, a guy um patty moran was a really really great guy i love that guy you know unfortunately we lost him to lou gehrig's disease but you know he was he was really a, a great chauffeur i loved him and uh, we had a in mother's through one night and um we had an ers box we stick in them all the time and um, for 7th and 147. Um, so we turn out and they call us on the phone, they, on the radio, and they say, Listen, we're starting to get phone calls. You know, you're probably going a chop. So we go out to 7th and we turn on 147th Street, and there's an old law tenement in the middle of the block, and the entire building has got smoke coming off. No fire, but every window's got smoke. And uh, so we look at it, and Patty grabs the mic, the radio, the phone, and he goes, 69 in Manhattan, urgent. And then go ahead, 69. He goes, 1075 the box we got hamsters on a habit trail. Like oh that. my god. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> what did he just god. say? <laughs> <laughs> Write and that one just... down, Ruffy. Hurry up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <you're> great. <laughs> Yeah. Funny, funny, funny stuff. A lot of stuff. You know, I was with, I was with Mike, Mike Hayes, another great guy. He ended up, we got promoted just almost, we studied together, got promoted together. He went to 38 truck. I went to 88 engine. A very, very dear friend of mine to this day. Um, both of his kids are on the job. So we go to 141 Street for a top floor of an old lawn and he's up there. He's got the door and I got the nozzle. Actually, there's a picture um, of it. Um, I, I got let me see if I can bring the pictures up here. But, you know, I get water and Mike looks at me <laughs> and he's holding the door and he goes, I, he goes, you're ready. I'm ready, Mike. He goes, you're sure? I go, yeah, I'm ready. And he says, OK, one thing. I go, what? He goes, you're going to get burned. I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, like, wow, the nozzle goes limp. <laughs> you know, like, everything else does. And I'm like, I go, what? He goes, you're going to get burned. Just like that. So I go, get the fuck out of here. He opens the door. I go in. I'm in the door. Two seconds. Fire both sides of the door. Front and rear. The, you know, the old law tenement, the flats, the railroads this way. And this, so as soon as I get in the door, this side of my face, I get fucked. I get burned. So I uh, And uh, I'm out in the street sitting in the backseat of EMS. Mike walks up. He hits me in the shoulder. He goes, told you.
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh, hey, me, do
2: we
1: have any pictures that we passed up from this time? Let's, let's well, he, you know, he just has so, to tell me what number. To yeah,
5: um, I just got to find it. Let's see. If you go to, let's see, where there's one of them. You know, the EMS. Trying to find there's a, a, a 11 is a good picture. 10-4 coming up. <clears throat> there you go. Yeah. So that's John Newell in the center. Patty Moran next to him. Uh, Billy Morris ended up going the 123 truck, I think it was. Billy Morris used to sit in the firehouse and he'd go. He goes, you know what? If they gave out medals for putting out these fires, I'd be a fucking general.
4: Like <laughs> <laughs> so
5: yeah, that's that's John Newell in the center of the picture. Probably the hands down, the best guy I ever worked for. Hands down without I love that guy. I just uh I just had dinner with him last week. He he's got a place down here, but John Noel for me is, is he's you know, everybody has that guy, you know, and I, right. I worked with Patty Brown and Morris, but you know, really, <clears throat> really, truly, truly, you know, yeah, he was, so you he connect was with too, you know, yeah. So, and that fire I was just talking about is going to be like 42 and 43, uh, where I got burned. Oh, okay, yeah, 10 got you and actually 40. If you go to 44, there's a picture of EMS working on my face. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. there we go, there we go, yeah,
5: <laughs> yeah. Oh, my god, so that's Killian right there. And, I told you.
1: Yeah, I, I told, told you.
5: I'm trying to get burned. <laughs> so, you know, Mike was funny. We were at a church fire one day, and it was coming in the windows. So he gets up there, and I and I got the nozzle, and we're trying to keep the fire from, from getting into the tenement. So he takes his table, he breaks the legs off, us and he puts it over the window. So I'm breaking his chops. I'm going, you know, that table might have meant something. To, I, I don't know. So, <laughs> you know, you just, you, you're you fucking people shit up. So after the fire, the lady comes in. She breaks down. She starts crying, and she says – that table is the last thing that her brother gave her before he died. I looked at my. <laughs> like, told you. Man. Oh. I told you. I told
2: you, bro. I told you. Told you. told you. That the same job.
5: That's the job where I got burned. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Forty laughing. <clears throat>
2: 43. Yeah, he's laughing 42. at you right there, bro. I <laughs>
4: ain't <laughs> <laughs> yeah. doing any oh, look look he, for got, him.
5: he got burned. Half his face <laughs> got burned. He got burned.
1: Yeah, real funny.
5: Real fucking
1: funny. Ha ha ha.
7: you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com
6: no purchase necessary vgw avoid prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus oh, very nice
5: yeah. <laughs> it was a great place i mean like you know we, we had a lot of fun up there went through a shitload of fires they actually were filming a um an episode of New York Undercover. Remember that show? Yeah. New York Undercover. So they were filming in the (laughs) firehouse and they were on 148th Street from one and the other for three blocks, both sides of the street were vacant buildings. You know, when I got to 69, we had 382 vacant buildings in our administrative district. So they used to go up there and set up these buildings for the movies for vacants. I guess the locals got pissed off about it because the building that was directly behind it on 149th Street that was vacant while they were setting that one up, they proved that they weren't as good as they were. And that was a third alarm. They, were there. they torched the place. So well, I, yeah. I it was easy
2: easy BI over there. Ruffy would have had no problem oh, yeah. with BI over there, right, bro? BI. Yeah. <laughs>
5: hey,
1: uh, so we had a question. We had a question from the <clears throat> super chat before. And it was uh do you have any Stu Loeb stories from uh from 69
5: engine. So, so Stu Loeb didn't get there until after I was gone, but I did end up working. I got lifted to 65 engine before I got promoted right after 9-11. So Stu Loeb was a um, a boss there. And actually, when, when I got assigned, it was like this is Rob Fenty, Stu Loeb and myself, 69, 75 and 88. There was this twisted thing of who was putting in for what. And Stu had put in for 69, 88, 75. But Rob Fenty was getting 75. And so Mo Renan who was in the seventh division, said, well, I'm not endorsing Platt for 88. I'm endorsing Stu Loeb. And luckily, Stu Loeb ended up going to 69, ended up going to 88, and Rob Fenton went to 65. But Stu was a good guy. He's retired now. He went back up. He's from Dunkirk, New York. I think he ended up working on trades. I think he got sick, actually, too, after he retired.
1: Stu
5: was a good guy. And and then the other
1: one
5: Hey, Pete, hold on. Before
2: you get there, Pete you yeah, breezed yeah. over the part where you got lifted. Do we want to talk
5: about why you got lifted? <coughs> <laughs> it was right after 9 11. They lifted everybody on their lieutenant. Oh,
2: line. okay. I thought you yeah. said for
5: another minute. It wasn't I, I thought no, you like it. It's Louis. not
1: like you finger poked a chief for anything. No, you weren't finger right. poked at deputy. Allegedly. I don't Allegedly.
5: Okay. <laughs> Allegedly. So, the other okay, question was this one time, but I really needed the ride, all right? I'm lying. I didn't need the ride.
1: The other question was. Uh, tell us th- they they want to know about uh, Braveheart.
5: I can't tell the Braveheart story.
1: Okay, good. That's it. Done. Nah.
2: Oh, I had that like three times. I saw it. <clears throat> All
5: right. Yeah, well, I know. That. I
1: just the Braveheart story
5: is. Nah, moving uh, on. one of those moving on. moving on. Stay on the top floor. Moving on. No problem. Moving. Yeah. It's a great story, but I can't tell the Braveheart nah, story.
3: Maybe uh
2: after. You
5: know we had you know like we had this potato launcher at the firehouse. And, You know, one afternoon it was it really, it always slow. starts
3: out with, you know, we had this potato launcher at the firehouse. <laughs>
5: so, <laughs> <potato> <laughs> nothing
3: good is coming out of this is, story. No,
5: it wasn't bad. Did you ever see one though? There's a the cool. coolest, I do. Thing yeah, ever. We to, yeah, we, we had, had one. one at the yeah.
3: firehouse too. So,
5: Allegedly, so did you, yeah, so you know, we're out back and we're like, you know, like we're, we're wanting to see how the thing works. And we actually were going to put it on the rig for the OV to take the top floor windows. That was yeah, yeah, one yeah, of the things, you know, it we got some well, that's what we told the chief. He didn't think it was that funny, actually. But. <laughs> so now we're outside. And we're now outside of 69. There's these 20-story projects all over the place. So we're firing, and we're having a ball. I mean, it's hysterical. The guys have never seen it. And, and we're firing everything, you know, like potatoes, apples, oranges, roast beef, everything we could put in this thing, we're firing out. So finally the chief comes outside. The work really good. Yeah, and he blows a gasket. He goes, You idiots, this shit's coming down somewhere. Somewhere, right?
3: absolutely.
2: We
5: don't even we don't even think about it. So just then we get a we, we get a run. We, we get, a, get run. a run
2: for somebody killed by a roast beef.
5: No, 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 no. The, the guy in the top Florida project was going, God, please send food in the roast beef. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, but we get a run, and so we come out, we, we turn on a seventh avenue in the direction that we are firing shit. And there's shit all over the road. There's potatoes. There's everything. And everybody's in the street looking up. Like this. From <laughs> oh, like I said, nothing good. Uh,
2: yeah. You know, and potato gun, nothing good. Yeah, you can't start with a that. story out a potato gun and it ends up good, bro.
3: What happens.
4: <laughs> uh, it, was, it is it's, funny. It, it was, was funny.
3: Like it funny. it, funny. it, funny. it, funny. it seemed funny then. What'd you
4: do? Hairspray? Or what'd, you,
5: what'd you use? Hairspray? Or the hairspray, the yeah. Aquanet, man. That stuff yeah, worked. I know best, it. Man. That stuff was great. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. Yep. So they used to do this uh, this six division talent show. I don't know if you ever heard about it. No. I think Bernardo no. might have talked about it, but it was six division talent show. So, you know, we were going to do it. If we were to do the Wizard of Oz, 6928 was going to go and do the Wizard of Oz. We never did it because everybody wanted to be Dorothy. So we couldn't, you know, we were fighting over who was going to be Dorothy. Jeez. Okay. But but we were going to do the rescue kitchen and you guys probably won't like this, but we were going to put a table up on the the stage and all of us were going to sit around and we're going to have an oven and it, the oven would go bing, and the guy would go, uh, he would go up and get his helmet out of the oven <laughs> and say, Jimmy, you're up. And he'd put his helmet in the oven. Nice. And then we'd have the tones go off, and everybody would jump up. And then you'd hear a take up rescue, and they'd all sit down. <laughs> <laughs> you could go uh, take, take up. You could go 10 Oh, uh, It's just funny, nice. funny stuff, man. Funny, funny, funny. I do stuff.
3: remember the chief talking about that. Actually, now that you say that, I do.
5: Yeah, it uh, it went by the wayside. There were some acts that really weren't that uh <laughs> Yeah, but th- you know, those days are gone. You can't do that stuff. No yeah, more, yeah, no, yeah. Way. no, no, no way, no, no how. But, uh, uh, um, sixty-nine. Right who
2: got up there by you quicker? Who would you have? Forty-one.
5: Uh, Did forty-one get in there quick? Forty-one was right over there, and actually, um, um, John Norman, who who covered in the sixteenth, he asked me to go to forty-one engine. And, and if you ask him when he's going to be on, yep. So you ask him, he said, who, just ask him, who's the only guy ever to turn you down? And he'll say, because I told him no. Uh, and I said, why do I want to go across that bridge to come back to fires that I'm first new at?
3: <laughs> That's true.
5: It's true. And in high you know, insight, <clears throat> I, I probably should have done it. You know, in the end, it probably would have been better for my career. But I have no regrets at all. I mean, I was going to tons of fires, tons, tons of fires. And, uh, you know, warning, and the, that, the, those chiefs, you know, Griffithy Cassidy, you know, Kenny, uh, Kennedy and Visconti, yeah. they, you know, they only used the rescue when they needed them. They, they were, you know, we had a fire one time when 41 was, and uh, Griffin was the chief and they were, they were pulling everybody out. We had a frame, one of the only frames we had up there. And uh, the place was taken off. So we pulled everybody out and 41 wouldn't come out of the building. So he's on the radio and, and Griffin was an old time, you know, South Bronx squad two, you know, he was one of the guys that was trapped in the Jennings street collapse. I don't know if you ever heard of the Jennings street collapse. So there was like six guys trapped and Griffin was one of those guys. It was in like 72 or 73. And uh he was one of the guys that were trapped for a long period of time in that collapse. So he was an old hardened warriors guy. And uh, so he wants everybody out of the building 40, we come out 41, come out. He goes, Hey 41, I want you out of the building. Give me a second chief. So he finally goes in and gets them. And Brings them out and he says, You guys really want to do something? They're like, Yeah, he goes, Okay, stretch a two and a half, two buildings down to the top to the roof and stay there till so they must have stretched 30 links of hose and they sat there for a the whole fire and they realized. The, and the boss goes, Got the message, just like that. <laughs> <laughs> they never did it again, you know. But those are those guys, you know. Visconti was my god, you know. They, they were just,
2: but Visconti, is he the bear? They used to call him the bear, he was a nice guy, really nice guy.
5: Well, Kennedy they called Frankenstein. Visconti might have been the bear, but he was a really nice guy. But he like was if a 14th you 14th to a-
2: division, too, right? Deputy in the
5: 14th? No, no. He went to the third division. Oh, okay. Different he was in 50-2. Uh oh, they shit. all followed each other around in their careers. They all 82, <clears> 31, 50, and then they went up to Harlem and they went back to the Bronx and then they came back to Harlem together. You know, but uh th- those guys were, you know, Visconti was, you know just a gentleman i mean i watched him throw a chief out of the fire a deputy out of the firehouse because he wanted a roll call i'm like oh my god what's happening here he threw the deputy out you're not you're not getting it tonight you know come back tomorrow you can have it but not tonight you're not getting it tonight yeah. so those guys those guys when you know when you went to a fire i mean i don't know if you ever and you came back and you didn't do your best you actually felt like you let your father
3: yeah do. yeah yeah no doubt about it you know it. what
5: i mean you know when it, when Cassidy had to pull you aside and say hey, listen we let a lot of shit go by here Oh, we yeah, asked you gotta, to put the fires out. Right,
3: you gotta do the right thing, right? And
5: uh, when you don't, you know, we're sitting in the kitchen like you felt like you let your dad down, man. It it sucked, you know. So, yeah, but yeah,
2: that hey, place. Hey, Ruffy, who was the guy that we had on? Uh, was it Solka when he said that uh, he knew certain guys to put the work, and one of them was Timmy Klett because we told him we were gonna have him on the show. Who was that? Was that Solka?
5: That was Salka, no, no, no. yeah, yeah. He got Solka, that story right? way wrong, though. He really <laughs> did. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's getting a little of the Alzheimer's. You know what I mean? But <laughs> oh my goodness! It's, no, but it's oh, close because I it, it is pretty close. I walked up and I told him, "I go, Chief, I'm second on a second alarm," and uh, you know, like you know, I look at the place and, I, and I'm always ready to go. To, I tell guys, you know, we when I was in '88, we had a 1088 signal. You know, I would tell my guys, "Hey, 1088," and they knew that we're gonna get a line no matter what. I'm getting them a line. And that's what, you know, a lot of guys in 88 wanted to work in my groups because I always got a line. And uh, this is one of those lights. I looked at the, the guy with the nozzle. I go, hey, make sure you know where you can get a line because we're going to go to work here. So I walk up and I told Salka, second and a second alarm. So I hear the rescue, tell him, hey, listen, we need a line on top floor right away. So he turns around and, and he's looking. He goes, Timmy, come here. Just like that. And I go, chief, 90s ahead of me. Just He looks right at 90. And this is the part he leaves out. He looks right at the boss. And he goes, I don't fucking care. Just like that, I go okay. I walk by him. I'm going, sorry, bro. Sorry, you know. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Swing and stroke, <laughs> he was uh He was an interesting. I, I loved working with him, and you know, like, like uh, I got a ton of stories. Like, you know, for I him. saw that
3: picture where he was telling you he had his yeah. finger right. And another thing, another cl- thing, cl- Yeah. Another thing. Cl- <laughs> you know what it
5: was? He came and I didn't. You know, so I would tell the guys, "Hey, Salka's coming over tonight." So the guys were like, ah, oh, they would get mad. I'm like, listen, he's just coming. Whenever I work, they knew the, you know, either Jonas would come or Salka would come. So Salka's coming over. So I would tell him, listen, just hide all the food and he'll leave. If there's no food for him to eat, he'll go. It's like, you know, it's like the deer isn't going to sit under your, your thing if there's no food there. So they would put out a little bowl, and I hope he's not listening. They'd put him a whole little bowl, a little Here's bowl of peanuts out. So he'd come and eat all the peanuts, and when they were gone, he'd look and he'd leave. Right. <laughs> you had him down, Pat. Look at that. <laughs> and I would just tell him, don't leave any food out because he's a, you know, he's like a scavenger. You know, so uh, <laughs> he's gonna kill me. That's uh, your boy. One night he's there. One night he's there, and um, we get a run for this class three. And I, I always thought about complacency. You know, being that guy. It's a place we go to all the time, but usually when he's coming from Tremont Avenue, he's farther away. So now he's right behind us. I pull up, and and the guy says, Lou, you want the roll-ups? I go, nah, this is nothing. The guy's out in front It's a school. So the the custodian's out there. I throw my coat over my arm, pop my head on because I'm a salty bastard. You know, I start walking down the block, and uh, the guy runs into the building. I go, boy, that's strange. He never does that. Usually he says, oh, they burnt some toast. So I get in the building. I'm looking around. I don't realize is right behind me. I don't realize it all. So I'm looking for the guy and I get to this hallway. I look down the hallway, and there's the guy, and he's pointing down the hallway like this. And there's a black wall of smoke rolling down the hallway. And I, I got my coat of mine on my, arm, my helmet. And I go, Oh fuck. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I go, off oh, fuck. So I turn around, and who's behind me? So and he goes, Timmy, there's smoke in there. I go, I know, I got it. I got
1: it. <laughs> Hold on. I just gotta put my stuff.
5: <laughs> I got it. I got it, Chief. That's great. Uh, we get
2: ahead of ourselves. So, you, you, you uh, let's see. So, you work in '69 from '92 to '2002. You spend a good 10 years there, a good decade. You get promoted in '2002 and you're signed to Battalion 20.
4: Tim, we were in uh, the seventh division.
3: Were we
5: when we got promoted? I think uh, I was. It, when, when you get promoted? I think it, I thought I was June of '02. You might have been right after me. I got uh, my. Well. So I was supposed to get promoted, and I deferred for a month because my mother was very sick, and she and the, the day before my promotion was my mother's funeral. Oh, so I got I my mother's funeral. I got promoted, and the next day was the day they took me <clears throat> the last thing out of the trade center, the, the like May thirtieth. So yeah, I was yeah, in I that,
3: that. Yeah. Uh, so you we were in the next. So they were doing the, uh, when I saw the dates on there. They were doing a class a month, I guess. Then is that what? So my doing? my
5: I got my first store in firehouse was July fourth. All right, yeah. well, I was in flips June of 2002. Were you in But they did uh, like 30 and 30. They were they were separated. You know, it was a morning uh, class yeah, and yeah, yeah. A class.
3: That's what I was thinking, I remember
5: that. I okay. got promoted by like, Mike Champo, Joe Bailey. We, we communicated. We're
3: well,
2: we going to get him no, on the I show. Did he retire Chris. yet, Champo?
5: Not. No, we got to
2: get him on. We see him at the shows all the time. Yeah, and he, yeah. he doesn't shut up. <laughs> I ain't
3: saying that, bro. <laughs> I
5: lo- listen, I love Mike I, he, he You know what? He is the. He, I love Mike. He's the best.
3: You know. We talked to him at uh, FDIC. At yes. Well, actually, we didn't talk to him. He talked to us.
5: Yes.
4: yes. <laughs> Give me a minute. Okay? you can talk for a second. Give me a minute. Oh shit! alright
2: see. See, get aside to UFO. To a lot of fifty. Should I read it yeah. in parentheses here? Should I even read, read that?
5: It. <laughs> so read it. I needed to escape that place.
4: <laughs>
5: you know what? Listen. You know what? Listen. It wasn't where I wanted to be. It was very slow. The guys were great. You know, we got a new we got a new hearse tool, and I said, "Hey, you know," I said to the guys, "I go, you got a place you have ADVs out here?" He goes, "We had two last night down on Ver- uh, Zariga Avenue." I go, "Well, let's go." And we went at noon, and at five o'clock they were still cutting, and they said to me, "Like no one ever takes us out to use the tools." I'm like, stay as long as you want, bro. I don't give a shit. You know, the guys, but it was just slow. So uh, Jimmy Carney, who was in 69 with me, and uh, we kind of ran a lot of their stuff together. We ran, uh, we ran their centennial, calls me up and we're doing, he's doing the memorial services for 9-11. And he says, Timmy, I need you to come down. Uh, I know you can help me. So I go to headquarters. I take a four month uh, detail headquarters. And anybody ever get detailed headquarters? Any of you guys? No. You ever work down there? No. So it's like being in jail. You know that, right? <laughs> <I think so. laughs> well, Because nobody talks to anybody. And you get in the elevator, and the door closed, and the guy leans him, and he goes...
0: With the Lucky Land sluts, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
2: This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway, and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky.
7: that's right chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some
6: serious prizes chumbacasino.com 18 plus terms conditions apply. See website for details.
5: what are you in for just like that <laughs>
6: <laughs> I, I was poking well, in the, chief.
5: the <laughs> chief well yeah i figured i'm the chief you know? <laughs> So, like what do you mean i volunteered? and they all looked at me like what they turn white as "Oh, so you know he goes, well, how long you how long you here for? Like, yeah, my stint, say, you know, four months. You know, I mean, like, it was crazy. But um, we did the memorial service. I was the guy in charge of transportation, so we rented every limo, every eight-passenger limo from Springfield, Massachusetts, to Wilmington, Delaware. We had every one. And I spent one point five million dollars on uh, rental and it was very interesting. I found out who had power and who didn't because I was working on the eighth floor. And uh, so they send me to talk to this guy Esposito from the cops the patrolled. And I'm a lieutenant for four months. So I'm talking to the chief of patrol for the PD about what we're going to do for the um, memorial services. And we wanted when they came out of 31st Street, we wanted them to go south on 8th Avenue, which is a northbound street for like six blocks, because we figured all the out of town guys would be there. And we wanted the families to see how many guys were there. And uh, so we get there and, the, and Esposito looks right at me and he goes, we're not even talking about going the wrong way in 8th Avenue. up." I go, well, listen, it's on my list. He goes, you're not doing it. The logistics, you're not doing it. So we talked about everything else and the cops didn't want to do anything for us. They didn't. Yeah. So I get back to headquarters and and Lee ILP comes up to me and he goes, you going uh, south on 8th Avenue? I go, no, Lee, we're not. And he fucking laid into me. He's screaming at me. I'm like, Lee, I'm a fucking lieutenant <laughs> here, bro. You know, I mean, you you sent me down there to talk to a chief. So he goes in and he's yelling at nine, screaming at him. And 15 minutes later, he comes back. He looks at me, he goes, you're going south on 8th Avenue. <laughs> like, eh. So, but it was interesting, you know, like, you know, renting all these cars and firemen being firemen and how he did it and, uh, you know, how he. The logistics of that whole thing at Madison Square Garden. most people don't realize what it took to put that on. You know, you know call me that morning, so I'm in charge of transportation. I
3: wish some show holy shit.
5: So I get a call I get, I get a cell phone. Everybody's got it that's getting that we're bringing there. So every family and you know, we had three hundred and I think it was fifty eight families because remember we had the Father's Day fire too because there was no memorial mass for them. We had so we had all those, we had a couple other guys, and then we had the three hundred and forty three. So I have a phone. And everybody's got that number. If there's any problem with the cars, they're calling me. So I get a call, and I said, "Oh, who is this?" He goes, "Yeah, it's um, um Pete Gancy." And I'm like, "What?" And I almost said, "Get the fu-. fuck!" It's out of his here. son. <laughs> it's his son. The car. The only car that didn't show up was Pete Gancy's car.
3: Oh, oh shit! Goodness gracious!
5: You gotta be kidding me, right? So, but we had planned for that. So I said, "Stay there." I got car, I called the, we had, we had cars staged just for that reason. So I called the Central Dispatch. I go send every car to that address right now. And we ended up getting, you know, so,
3: but it was. When was that? That was 2002. 2002. October I know, 2002. I about, yeah, that was some freaking yeah. concert, man.
5: So I, I did it. I went there in August and I stayed. Together, <clears> um, and so you law. paid
2: your, you paid your penance and what happens? You get the. Well.
5: <laughs> oh, no, no, no. So I get out and so I get back to the seventh division. I go to 84 engine first stent. Uh, I go to 91 engine, uh, 90, 90 engine first stent. And then this guy, the chief in the division calls me and says, Listen, you're the junior guy in the division. You're going to the Rock for a year. Oh, shit. So I says, Hey, chief, you know, I just took a detail. He goes, Well, call whoever you got. Um, you know, you're the junior guy. You're going to the Rock. Every so time I luckily out, somebody else, huh?
3: They pulled me back in.
5: <laughs> yeah. So luckily somebody else took it and I ended up not going. And then in like, in like February of 2003, I was UFO and 88 engine. And I've been there ever since.
3: No. So I worked there a few moment. times. 88 It was like being huh? in a museum. You've been there. I've worked there. I, I covered there a few times.
5: Yeah. Yeah. That whole, that, you know, that whole battalion, um, the 18th battalion, they're 88, uh, you know is a music the guys and and they do that all on their own we don't have to tell them to do a thing those guys um you know they they keep that place the way it was the beds that are in that firehouse are the original beds
2: really Frank? have seen, you ever seen it friends.
5: no well, i was going to
2: ask me, what do you mean, you mean yeah, by it's, museum
3: it's like <clears throat> it's, it's like going it back in time it's like yeah. it's, it's immaculate like a firehouse like you've been in is you know it's somewhat dirty you know this yeah. place is immaculate no, it's really? Yeah. yeah. that
2: now a single engine or they
5: w- <clears throat> No, 38, 38, 38 trucks.
3: with
5: them. Come oh, on. 38 truck. <clears> 3888, <throat> so right. Think about the, the, the cleanest firehouse you've ever been to and then put that one on steroids. Really? Yeah, it's, th- and, no, and you like know, they're very dedicated. I think
3: 23 engine is like kind of similar to that, but
5: 23 engine is like that. <clears throat> <You know? throat> yeah, it's, wow. they, you know, they paint the decorative chrome on the stairs. Every yeah, the
3: staircase incident. is incredible. They got all the pictures going up the wall, right? If yeah, I
5: remember. And you know, and, and, <laughs> you know there, I was lucky. I got there and there was a guy there named uh Vinny Albanese, you know, and he he wanted to do 38 years in 38 truck. Got there in 68 in 38 wow, truck. He, shit. And he stayed there his whole time. And you know, that guy mm. was like took care of that rig. And you know, one of the things, you know, like you know, that's not an old school <clears throat> thing, but it was his thing, and like that rig was immaculate. You, you right, 38 truck was immaculate. But to him, it was still a tool. At a fire, if he had to flatten the tires and he did it one day, he was back into an alley and flattened all the tires on the officer's side. And somebody said, I thought you, you know, you you keep the rig nice. He goes, I do. But at the end of the day, it's still just a tool. Right. You know,
3: and he didn't let that get in his way. He uh, didn't uh, let that obviously. get in his way. And
5: you know, like Callen was a <laughs> chief up there, and he goes, Hey, do you you guys wash your rig? He goes, every day. And Callen goes, Come on. He goes, Chief, we wash it every day. And they do.
3: I showed a picture. I had a picture somebody sent me of 38 truck <clears throat> the other day. I, I think it was probably from the 80s. And f- for, for an 80s rig, it looked incredible. You know, it had the little yeah. stars painted on oh, it. Their patch, their patch
5: um, if you guys don't know about it, um, there was a guy, Lou, Louis Vighezi, Um, and he was in the 4th Armored Division. So if you look up the 4th Armored Division's patch, that's kind of the basis of 38 trucks patch. They, Is that, that what Louis Timmy Kelly Timmy was from, Roof? Timmy Kelly was there, yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah, he was from there. Yeah, right. I thought so. There was Nine, another well.
5: guy who was the captain of 88. He wasn't there when I was there, Tough Timmy Gallagher. I don't know yeah, if you yeah. ever heard of Tough Tim.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, so no. who was this talking about? Was that
5: uh probably Dan Potter?
3: Potter was talking about him yeah. and um uh I can't remember all the guys anymore. The, the old timer from uh the pipes. He was the rescue three guy, he was talking about some. Tough Timmy Oh, Marty Matigue. Tough Timmy Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so he used to come to the Christmas party. So I'm there. I've been there a few years, and I'm talking to his daughter, and his daughter was some shitster. So I'm saying, yeah, you know, Timmy Kletch." She goes, oh, you're here? I go, yeah, I'm a lieutenant. I've been here. She goes, Timmy? Oh, so you're the new Tough Timmy? Hey, dad. I'm over here. <laughs> <laughs> No. This guy, this, no. No. <laughs> Listen, no. I said Jimmy. It's Jimmy. <clears throat> so, you the know, tea I, is I,
3: silent. I, yeah,
0: you know, I, I, had a lot,
5: you know I, I would have it out with Chiefs. You know, I would. You know, you know, like everybody, you know, any officer, you know, you, you, you protected the guys. And I always told guys, you know how much stuff we stop coming down. But this guy, the stories. So what he did one time, there was a chief in the 18th that called and told Tough Timmy. He goes, listen, I need you to move some chauffeurs around because all the chauffeurs are in this groups and we're detailing chauffeurs, the 88. And tough Timmy. To I guess, the story I heard says, OK, I'll get right on that, he hangs up the phone, goes downstairs, 11 bells, bing, 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 roll call. Tells all the guys, go upstairs, take the desk, the typewriter at the time and the filing cabinets and strap it to the rig. So they strap it to the rig. They drive to the 18th of time. You could do my job. He puts the office, in, and she goes, "What are you doing?" He goes, "You want to run my job? Here it is. You That's want to run it. my company? Here it is." And yeah. drive away. I knew yeah. you were going to say that.
3: That's awesome. I
5: wish I had those kind of—I mean, I got balls, but not like that. I mean, That's I had balls. Yeah, because I'd be in Staten Island somewhere. <laughs>
2: Get those muscles the fuck out of here. We're looking for balls as much we looking for. Like. we're
5: looking for. <laughs> <laughs> it's balls. I used to listen. I used to try to get lifted all the time. I was down. Remember the kaleidoscope training? I shouldn't tell this story, but remember, remember the kaleidoscope training?
3: I do. Yeah remember, yeah. remember
5: the posters they put on the walls, and he had to yeah, pick yeah, one. Yeah. So, so I'm down there, and and I'm with Sean Genovese. That. Remember Sean Genovese from 41? Yes, years? of course. Great of course. dude, yeah. man. love him.
4: Really so Sean's great.
5: next to me, and he's got some time, and we're looking around, and it got to be hundred guys in the room, and they put the posters up. And they say, you know, pick one that you'd most want to be. So I look at Sean. I go, I'm not playing this game. This is ridiculous because we were iceberging. So we stand there and she says, hey, you, you got to pick one. I said, I did. I picked me. I, I I like me. So she's mad. She says to Sean, she goes, well, what about you? He goes, well, I like me too. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they, go, they go around the room. They go around the room, right? And they talk to everybody. And then she looks right at me and she says, now I want you to pick the one you would least want to be I'm like, fuck. So I look at Sean, I go, can I stand there? Cause I, I don't want to be a squad lieutenant. That's, that's what I said to him. And he laughs, but we go to the Pakistani guy, right? And remember there was the Pakistani yeah, guy, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the drug yeah. addict. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and then the gay unemployed executive, right? Remember that? Yes. yes There's yes, three yes. guys at the gay unemployed executive. So she goes, okay, we'll start with you guys. And I'm like, this is such, I'm a fireman, man. So she says to the one guy, why wouldn't you want to be the gay unemployed executive? So he says, can I be honest? And, uh, she goes, absolutely. He goes, well, I don't like penis. Right. (laughs) Everybody laughs. So
3: so my hand goes right up. There's anything wrong with that.
5: Yeah. My hand goes right up like this, you know? And she goes, yes. I go, I want to know how we found that out. Just like that. (laughs) He hasn't tried it once. Right. Right. So Sean leans over to me and goes, I hope you like working in Staten Island. Just like that. Could you imagine what they dealt with in there
3: all the time? Oh, my God.
5: That. Remember the guy? Remember the, uh, the the bow tie lawyer? Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. So he had the plastic cup with the pencils in it. Yeah. And he, for notes, he would shake it like this, walking around. So I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come over here. And I put a quarter in it. And it's like <laughs> 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 and the guy behind me, the same thing. He leans forward. He goes, you like Staten Island? Keep that up. Just like that. Oh, my God. Staten Italy. <laughs> oh, man. Funny shit, man. Funny, funny, funny stuff. You catch any good work up at eighty-eight or what, man? Oh, you know what? I I did really, mm. really, really good up there. Yeah. Um, you know, I I was I was always lucky with fires. I don't know why. You know, I was able to do it. Well, I gave a second on arrival once. We had five frames burning. Um, my son was actually supposed to ride with me. My son Daniel, who's uh, you know, we talked in a pre-show. He's down in Baltimore now. And uh, my younger son just got hired down in Charleston. Connor, he's going to be down in Charleston soon. So. Uh, but yeah, I, I did very well there. I can't complain, you know. Um, you know, and the guys were second to none. They they really were. I mean like, um, you know, everything I asked them to do. We had a cellar fire one time, and and I and I and I say this without any problem at all. There's there's only five engines that would have gone down those stairs, and I mean that. I mean, the fire medics at the top of the stairs had complete possession of the cellar and the stairway, but we we really had no choice. They said there were people upstairs. We had no other way down. So I told the guy, uh, you know, a guy named El Torado, a young fireman, and he's had some great fires in his career. And I told him, I go, listen, this is what I need you to do. And you know, we're going to have to flow. And I said, I'm going to be right behind. I told the backup man, stay at the top of the stairs. When I get down, I need you to come down after that, and then we'll make that turn up put the fire out. And you know what? They did exactly what I asked them to do. And we put that fire out, and, and we went down those stairs. Chief in the 3rd Battalion said, no, you, you didn't go down those stairs. I said, yeah, Chief, we went down those stairs. He goes, no, you didn't. And I said, yeah, we absolutely 100% funny story about it. I mean, we were down in the cellar and the 18th battalion is going to put a line in the window. So I'm trying to get on the radio. And you know, you know, how guys love it, the trucks. Yeah. Listen, uh, can you order me a pizza? And it's yeah, yeah. In the the open. And like, Shut the fuck up. You know? <laughs> that's exactly what I said. I'm, I'm going to hell here, bro. <laughs> and, and I, I know they are going to put a line in the window and I'm like, they're going to fry us in here. I'm like, everybody shut the fuck up. So the chief, Pulls me aside when he kind of goes, "Hey, Timmy, did you have to swear on the radio like that?" I go, "Well, you—it got your attention, didn't you? You know, I mean, what what, what do you want me to do? Yeah,
4: yeah.
2: You know, you know, you should have said to the
5: kid.
2: You should have said to the kid before you went down the stairs, right? You're gonna get burned. You're gonna
3: get burned. (laughs) (laughs)
5: Yeah, that's you know what I should have said. You know, by the way, you're gonna be roasted. That's it. You're gonna get burned. Yeah. Yeah, man.
3: So, so Tim, that whole time you were there, did you have? a lot of the same bosses do around the same time or you were they rotating around or, you know,
5: in 88.
3: Yeah. Just in the house. Like mm-hmm. I, I always say all the time.
5: Well, I was there a didn't... long time. There was three captains there when I was here. That's
3: what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. What you know,
5: like, oh, great. Tommy LaPolla ended up down in the eighth battalion, Richie Kirshner, a 40 year guy. And that, that was the 18th battalion. I'd be working. I'd look at the writing list and, you know, I was pushing 29, you know, like 29, 30 years. And I'd look at the writing list and I was like the junior guy working.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We nice. had
5: Principio, who just right. retired, who had 40. Yep, 40- yep. You had Mikey Scotto.
3: Scotto. We're going to have him you had, on, And, uh, and you
5: know, years. you had um, Billy Donlin, who's got 38 years. You had Whitey down in 56 truck, you know, who had, and you had Billy Kearns down in 56 truck. And then you had Joe Huber next to me with 38 years. I mean, I'm looking at, I got 29 years and I'm a junior yeah, yeah, guy yeah. working. Wow. But that's you know, what, that's what time. I think, that's it was like the Bermuda Triangle. You went there, you, you no one ever saw you again. Right. You never
3: left. But that's that. That to me is what keeps the houses. You know, the tradition. Obviously, also it keeps things good with the chiefs because they trust. You know, they know who they can trust when you show up. or yeah. right. They see you. They see the same guys over and over again. They know, and that it's good for the house as opposed to boss. Yeah. You know, again, if you if you're moving up, you're moving up. There's nothing you, you know you can do about that. But. When, you, when they have bosses that stay in the right. house for a long time, I think it really solidifies the place. And it just, you know, keeps the tradition going long. Yeah.
5: And the captains loved me because I took all the probies. I wanted the probies. Yeah, yeah, good. You know, I wanted them. And, and to me, you know, as a guy with mm. some time, it kind of invigorated me. You know, mm-hmm. it, every time I got a new probie, new it was blood, like, oh. Man. I, it's new blood i'm back in the job and we were out out over,
3: right? Star all over right all the time
5: over. you know you know i, I remember we're going into a vacant building to throw some water one day and walk i look in this room and there's a homeless guy taking a freaking stanley steamer like hey don't mind us we're just gonna throw some water upstairs you know and uh, you know that's what we did
0: with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time.
7: No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry.
0: In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus.
6: Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, oh, oh,
7: O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people.
5: Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. You know, I used to tell the Chiefs, I got to go out of service. If you want me to train these guys, there's no way I can stretch holes. And really do what i need to do and uh, that's why the engine tactical was so good because you could take a company out of service go on a rock and
3: right right, right. and do that, you know? I really practice right I yeah and really game. really and
5: you know the engine tactical was great because the way we did it was there was an officer and then two firemen and the officer would mirror the officer and a, a, a chauffeur would mirror the chauffeur and then a fireman would mirror the stretch and they and we just give them a and we tell them listen if something goes wrong it's on you we we're not you Know, like like so many other things, they're gonna hook it. We're not gonna do that. You know, whatever you do, it, it's gonna be and then we'll get together and talk about it. And and to be honest with you, when we when we were doing the engine tactical, most of the companies we had down there, and this is rare for the rock. When they were done and we talked, they'd ask, Can we do it again? Really? Yeah, yeah. Most of the engines we had come down there, and go, you mind if we do it again? And we're like, Absolutely not, I'm here all day. Do it again, you know, mm. because it was that, you know, like most guys when they went to the rock. You know, when you got the ticket to go to Rocky, you see another waste of right. Yeah, I'm going to miss you're a Waste of
3: time, right? Nothing.
5: Right, right. And you know, the the engine tackle was if you went down there and gave them something, they didn't feel like it was a waste of the time. And I think that's what most companies felt that it wasn't a waste of time, along with the water, the you know, the water management and the water loss You know, so.
2: Well, you can like, you can like. teach you can teach those things, bro. When you know you are uh, the the agua, you know what I mean. That's uh, <laughs> yeah. right up your oh, alley. is
5: wizard, by the way.
4: Oh, oh.
5: Hey, somebody in the chat
2: yeah. wants to know about the time you flooded the firehouse basement for a drill.
4: <laughs>
5: That's a true story. Yes. So, you know, I had a probie, and I'm like, ah, I gotta flow some water. I'm like, I'm looking in the basement. And I'm thinking to myself, you know what? What's the big deal? So uh, I go down to the basement. I says, you know, the oil burner. I just throw it in the oil burner pit. So I'm flowing water in the basement and I go upstairs and there's no lights. I'm like, what the fuck happened up here? And uh, oh, we shorted out panel. the entire fucking firehouse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I couldn't do that. And I used to smoke. We bought a smoke machine. So we used to smoke out the second floor and then we had to run. And then we're at the run. And we hear a, a run to Belmont 182 for smoke machine the on. building. <laughs> yeah, we left the machine on. Uh, like, hey, no, it's, it's our smoke machine chief. Relax. Like, oh, no, no. You know. Oh, you know. But, uh, hey, you know, a lot of stuff. Like, you know, funny story. You know, like So, you know, everybody, everybody, like when they talk on a radio, you know, like screamers. We had a chief in the 7th that was a screamer, right? And he always screamed. He told me one at a fire one night, I'm gonna rip your cock off. And I told him, Listen, take something else. I need that. You know. <laughs> so so you, you know, you never want to be that guy, right? We all know each other. You don't want to be so I talk like Eeyore on the radio. You know, whenever I go into anything. So uh, we get a box one morning and we're going to, and you know, I got a you know, he's a professional, but I always say, you know, I got one son that's a professional fireman, I got one son that's a professional asshole. And that's my younger son. Now he's gonna be a professional fireman. So I go to this run, and uh, you know, it's for a fire. I turn the corner, and uh, it's a job. So I pick up the radio, I'm like E or I go, yeah, eight eight to the Bronx. Remember soccer, There's Timmy Clet. Like <laughs> no. so, so I pick up the radio, I go eight eight to the Bronx, and they're excited because they're getting all the calls. So I go, yeah, ten seventy five fires on the first floor. So ten o'clock in the morning, my son calls me. And he says, Hey dad, how was that job this morning? Because he used to listen on his phone when I was working. I go, You were awake at 6.30 in the morning because he usually sleeps till noon. You know, so I go, You were awake at 6.30 in the morning. He goes, Yeah, dad, I heard the box go out. I go, Did you hear me give the 1075? He says, Yeah, speak up. You sound like a pussy. No, speak up, you sound uh, like a pussy. Uh, he is an, this, the same kid, the same uh, kid. Um up in the valleys in Montgomery, um, not too long ago, last July, really. Um, he wakes me up in the morning, he goes, Hey, Coldenham's going for a fire. And I was in the valleys with him. And so we go to the firehouse, and a couple other guys, Bobby Presser was there. He shows up. A couple other guys show up, and they get a confirmed entrapment. So we get to the fire, and you know, we get into this place and we're trying to find a guy. And I, I see the bedroom, I head for the bedroom. I can't find the guy at all. I'm looking for I'm like, where the fuck is this guy? My son finds him, finds him in a closet. He pushes the door open, reaches in, and he finds the guy. And uh, so the other guy helps him drag him out. So after the fire, I'm telling everybody, I'm going, yeah, I missed the guy. I I, I I, missed him. My son found him. And he puts his arm around me. He goes, yeah, Dad, maybe you should stick that engine shit. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Bam. <laughs>
4: uh,
3: <laughs>
5: listen, you out are destined for this job.
3: <laughs> coming
5: out to shoot.
2: Hey, your other son's down in Baltimore? man, they do some work yes. down here, bro.
5: My yeah. son is in Baltimore, Daniel. He's actually in that 14 engine. Um, i got to give those guys a shout-out. Great place. Uh, God bless John uh, McMasters. He's in, in the hospital now getting uh, skin graft right now. Um, they decided to finally graft him. He was burned. You know, I saw him last week when I was up there, and uh, he's burned everywhere. I don't know why he wasn't in the hospital, but they're back in the hospital now skin graft him. But uh, those guys, they do a shitload of fires, a oh, shitload man. of fires you know what and like,
3: uh, um, what was it like when you when you heard it was guys from that, from that <laughs> place i remember talking to you about that i wanted to
4: relay yeah. that uh, So
5: i was doing you know i teach a lot on a, i'm i'm on i'm one of those circuitier guys and uh, <clears throat> i was in uh, kentucky doing a class and i was in louisville coming back and my son put me on this group so when 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 they get a fire i can see what so who's going to the fire now i didn't know if he was working but i'm listening to it when I hear 14, give the, give, they got a fire. I hear him say there's a collapse. I hear him say the 14 trapped. I hear him say that they, that, you know, they're calling 14. Now I don't know if my son's working and uh, nobody's answering. And then I hear him saying that they're digging the nozzle firefighter from 14 engine now. So to put it in perspective,
3: That's
5: he's got a two, it's a two out of eight chance of it being him. You know yeah. what I mean? That's so That's pretty
2: high, bro. almost 25%. Man. Yeah. yeah.
5: So I'm, I'm entertaining some real, real bad thoughts. I mean, like, Horrible, horrible thoughts. I can't get a hold of him. He's not answering his phone. He's not texting me. Any of that stuff. But I finally get a hold of me, and he's heading down to. He's going to the fire to help help down there, and and uh, it was great, you know. And you um, know, we talked. And one thing I, I'd really like to say is, is when shit like that happens, you know, all you guys that want to get on your keyboards and sit there and second guess, you know what? And I, I, I as bluntly as I can say, keep your fucking mouth shut. I'm sorry. You know what? There's plenty of time to look and learn from shit that happens you weren't there and you got nothing to say you know what i mean it's too much of that in the fire service now with guys that have never been to a fire that want to look at a picture and say this is what i would have done and and it, and it's it's rampant it needs to stop it really does you know you know guys get killed because they do what they do guys get killed because they were told there was somebody in there and that's hey ready that's what men do you know that's what That is what men do when people, when they say, Hey, there's someone in there, you put everything else aside. You know, you tuck those balls in your up into the back and you get in there and you do your fucking job. And that's what they were doing. And if anybody wants to question that, you know, I'll give you my phone number, call me up tomorrow. You know, I hate to say that, but that's what they were doing. You know, and they do it every day. My son in Baltimore is getting the second highest medal they give for pulling us guy that was burned over 70% of his body out of a vacant building. You Know, I mean, come on, wow. so that's it. I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm off my soapbox. All right, apologize. No, no, that's, <laughs> that's all
1: right, no, fair I enough. Agree. I mean, no. that's why, like, when we had the Bronx fire, we 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 talked about it, it happened over that yeah. weekend, and we had the show on the Monday. Uh-huh. We kept reiterating, this is not us Monday evening at that point, quarterbacking, yeah. it's just us talking about what a job it was and the type of building it was, and looking whatever
5: footage. That we had and it, mostly, so so 88 was the third to engine. 88 had first water. You know, they ended up getting really the first one on a fire because because of the situation there. And I'm not saying anything about the other companies, they they were all those companies up there, like 48 and 56. That place, hands down, one of the great, I love that place. Uh, I mean, and thank God the division's there because they really keep the division in <laughs> line. I mean, like, you know, they have they've had the division chief come down in their kitchen and go, I don't know what I did wrong, but I'm sorry, because they they keep those guys in line. Uh great you know best fireman in the world in that place and same thing with 8838 same thing with all those companies and and i tell i told guys there you know and actually they put some companies and they actually about the unit and um any most other places if that fire happens there there's 40 people dead not 19 not 17 you know you know because those guys you know are the way they are you put that fire anywhere else there's a lot more people dead you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, but firemen don't look at it that way. You know, one is, is too much. You know, so when it's 17, it's hard for, remember, we had the 14 people on Prospect Avenue. The guy that had the nozzle in 88 the other day at that fire had the mm-hmm. nozzle when the 14 oh, people shit. were killed on oh, Prospect shit, really?
4: Wow, <clears throat> yep. wow.
5: Yeah, they got Jimmy Murphy, right? Real good nozzle man, real, real good nozzle man. You know, it's just—it's the roll of the dice. It's, but it's what we do. And we, you know what, yeah. we get up, we brush <laughs> ourselves off, and tomorrow we we'll get back on that fire truck and we do it again. Simple as that. Hmm. Sorry, you got me in a soapbox. Stop it. I want to. Oh, go good. It's good. You listen, know, I said People I had want to
3: something very similar to what you just said because. I, I, to me, what bothers me the most is people get to say what they want. They could type something in, and there's no ramification for what you say, right? No. Without knowing any facts at all, without right. you know being like you said exactly. So sign
5: your name to it. Put your correct. name on it, not some stupid screen name. Put your name on it. That's the thing
3: all. is, is if you don't have, if it's way too early, wait for any of that stuff, right? I mean, listen, yep. we could we could down the road after we pay respects to the people, then we find out through the reports and what we have through facts. Then we try and make it but we try to learn something so that they don't die in vain. And you know what? They are,
5: they are gonna learn. I actually I know the guy that's heading the investigation for the for for Baltimore, and they are gonna learn from that. They are, there's no way you don't learn from that. But you know, for some guy on the outside to to judge what they did, and that's no what way. that's what those guys do, and they do it as good as anybody in the world. No doubt. You know, those guys, you know, those guys eight and ten. 14, 55, and 23, all those companies over there on the west side of Baltimore, those guys, and I know a lot of them very, very well. And, you know, I, I became really good friends with them in the last couple of days because I was out with those guys. The bosses are great. The firemen are great. And, listen, I, I would go to a fireman, a fire with those guys any day of the week, those guys.
3: I saw the picture yeah. of what that building looked like before when they were stretching, you know, flaking yeah. the lineup. Yeah, there ain't too many people who are going in there. You know what I'm no, saying? but that's what they do. But that's what that's, I'm saying. Those are the guys that are going to type, yeah. you know, uh, whatever they're going to type.
5: So, so actually, yeah. the guy that's doing the investigation, I had dinner with him when I was up there. And he is doing the Baltimore investigation, 100%. And he asked me, Timmy, what would you have done? And you know what I said to him? I'm not answering that question. I'm just not. It's It does have any bearing on that anything, what I would have done. has right. no bearing whatsoever. I'm not And that's how people should look at it. I'm not going to broach that subject because I, I have no bearing on it.
3: I think that's the biggest cancer. I mean, besides the internet itself, oh, that's yeah. <laughs> the biggest cancer in the fire services. Yep. Every time, you know, we've been doing this for almost two years, and there's been a few times where I had to basically say something and delete it, or just basically say we're not going to do this on here. You could there's plenty of avenues to do that stuff somewhere else, but we're not going to do that with us.
5: So, so I just saw. Just- uh, uh- a, a quote in the super chat, Ray Seeley said, it, "It eliminates the punch in the mouth." And I, I think that's yeah, a really yeah. <laughs> well. You that's know true. what? If you if you have if you're so passionate about your opinion, drive to Baltimore, knock on eight and ten or yeah, fourteen. Yeah. Tell, them them door door tell, and them tell them what tell them you think. Tell them what you think. Right? You know, you'll be yeah. spitting chiclets in a week. I mean, come on. You know, like don't you know stop? Uh, if, uh, 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 boom, boom, boom. Well, there
3: he is. God. Like you said, there's nothing, there's not. Yeah. there's no uh, ramification. You don't have to, you don't have to worry about any of that stuff, yeah, you know? So.
5: awful. Anyway, I did want to talk about why well, I know it's getting late. I've been, on, I've been rambling you on. Could, you're good, you're good, you're good. But I did want to, I did want to cover one thing, you know, that rewrite of the engine manual that yes. we did, um, cause it's important because it was a long time coming. Um, there was a lot of people involved and, and a lot of people, long time, Andy Frederick's I'm sure you heard that name Yeah, mm-hmm. involved with the Andy Frederick's training days down in Alexandria, uh, a great group of guys. They do a lot of good. They donate all that money and put kids through college. Um, so, you know, he's part of that. He was one of, he was the last guy to really take a look at engine stuff, but we put a great group of guys together. Uh, uh, and you know, I was really proud to be part of it, uh, before I retired. Um, and you know um, John Galan, I don't know if you know John Galan. Yeah, yeah. You know, Mark Merrill, you know Mark Merrill. You know Mark Merrill um, to me, you know probably the the most knowledgeable chauffeur I've ever met. I mean, he really, really knew. So when we were doing the whole Pro Pressure Governor, John's still in two fifty five, isn't he? He's in still two fifty five. Holy yeah. shit! God bless he, he was in my Pro Class. He's been there his whole career. I don't like think I went
3: to chauffeur. I forget where I, how I where I. I think I went to yeah. chauffeur school with him or something. Or lieutenant, yeah. maybe I forget. Yeah. That's how yep. I met him. Allie from
5: 58 engine. You mentioned him. Yeah. yeah. He was in that group. Um, John Galan. Uh, Dougie Mitchell was there. Um, uh, I Matt like John. Kamin. Good guy, man. Uh, uh, Frank Rashiano was the chief. And you know, Ray McCormick was the, um, was the chair. And unfortunately uh, they ended up retiring him um, early on in, in that rewrite. Um, and he would have been a great resource. You know, later on we met three or four times before we retired. Uh, and we met, you know, 15 to 20 times afterwards, the, the rewrite, but um, it was a long time coming for that rewrite, and, I'm, and, and it's one of the things I'm most proud of. And I, and I was involved in a lot of stuff on that job, you know, from, from Memorial Day, and I did a lot of stuff at the Ronaldson Golf Outing. But being involved in that rewrite was probably one of the most proudest things I was because we had a lot of discussion about a lot of stuff. Intensate um, um, recorded stores, I mean, is a big deal. And not not commercial buildings, but stores in, on the first floor of tenements. And, and that's a big deal. That's a big change. Um, uh, on some of the pressures, and, and, uh, so I was real proud of that. <clears throat> it was a great group of guys, and Frank Lieb said he goes, you know, it was murderer's row of engine guys.
4: Uh-huh.
5: I put myself on that, but no, those other guys were were really really good, you know. So, you know, I, I had to give those guys a real 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 shout out for, for that. So it was it great was uh, it was a long time coming. It really was. um well, Two and a half guess, years
2: it took you, right?
5: Two and a half years. When did it, it, it finish? Huh? When did it finish? We finished November of two thousand and 2020. Probably when we finally it, it we we finished with it but then it had to go to legal. It had to go to staff and you know they called me and some I didn't, I didn't even know that.
3: I didn't know well, we've talked about it's that. It's got to go legal.
5: Would... And you know where else it goes? The unions.
3: No shit. Got to go
5: to the the unions. Well, because if I had said, okay, from now on the officer carries this standpipe kit, the unions are going to say, fuck, they're not. You know, but in '69 the officer carried the standpipe kit because then he chose the outlet. You know, when I dropped the kit, that's where I want you to hook up. So it made sense. So, but it goes to the union, it goes to legal, and it goes to staff.
2: Wow. And some
5: things staff didn't agree with. There is a Brooklyn touch to it, though. Go ahead.
2: Here it comes. So,
5: Mark, no, no, there really was. So oh, okay. first, second, third, do, right? First, second, third, do, and Mark Merrill and John both were both like, we want to make it first, second, third to arrive.
2: Uh, I mean? Ah, yeah, So nice. you can race each other in
5: or slow yeah. down. <laughs> off, second do. you know, that's what I used to say. I used to look at Mark and go, you're kidding me, right? But it, it did make sense, though, <clears> you <throat> Yeah. you know, when you're responding out of sequence. So I don't know if that stayed, and some of the pressures I think staff changed back.
3: So if you get a three-story mixed occupancy in a store on the first floor, it's inch and three-quarter now.
5: If you want, you can still take a two and a half.
3: No, no, of course, of course.
5: But but, but the option is there. Where before we staffed, we, we told hey, guys men. <laughs> why wouldn't you take an inch and three-quarter to a store on the first floor of a of a Because tenement?
3: it was not, because it, that's what they you know they changed because they were more them.
5: afraid of the chief than they yeah. were of the fire. That's mm-hmm. what it was.
3: Amen. You know,
5: that's that's what it was, you know. So that was one of the big changes, and uh, it stuck. I'm pretty sure. So beautiful, but yeah, yeah.
2: You know, I, I'm, I, no wonder you got the name. You know, uh, the Sultan of the Stamp I mean, it's, it's a role, uh, <laughs> No, it's what was
5: the H2O? I didn't. You know,
2: bro of H2O, bro. <laughs>
5: Uh, the hammer of the hydrant, okay? The hammer of the hydrant. The hammer
2: of, oh, ah, see, I missed one. I could have came up with another <laughs> one.
5: I like the salt in the standpipe.
3: pipe. What was the other one?
2: The bro of H2O. The bro of H2O. I worked no. nice. nice. like hard in that the short time that I had, man. I had a couple more. I don't want to make it too long-winded, though, you know?
5: So, you know, I always used to laugh. The truck guys, the guy Joe Maggi in 28 Truck, I used to argue with all the time. And and you guys, anybody who was ever in an engine, they'll realize this. So the truck would go in, they would come out, and they would always grab the nozzle, and they would say, hey, it's the last room on the right. So you'd go in, and it was always the first room on the right. It was just the last room they got to. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. So we're, we're at the help one night, and I'm talking to Joel Maggi, and we're talking about this. You know, I'm like, oh, you fucking guys. So that morning, we go to a real good job. It's not like five windows on the third floor. I got the nozzle. I get to the door, and Joe comes crawling out. I goes, Jimmy, really? It's the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that. And I look at him, I like, go, oh, are you fucking sure? I mean, are you sure? man. Nice.
2: Uh, All right, Pete, is it that time, brother?
1: Oh, yes, sir. It's time for the old school tip of the day. Don't There uh, he is. Don't get married. Right, yeah,
5: don't get married.
1: <laughs>
5: Sorry. <laughs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen.
1: That was the old school tip of the day. <laughs> <laughs> no,
5: nope, just kidding. So uh, a couple of uh, One thing, I, I, I wrote something years back for a magazine I was writing for uh, – Call, I call it the four ups, and this is for the probies. Uh, the four ups would be an upbeat probie, um, and, and it's uh, it's step up, listen up, clean up, and shut up. You know what I mean? And and each one of those, I wrote something before about you know stepping up, be involved in your company, uh, you know, be the first one up at the table. You know, keep your mouth shut and and, and learn, listen to what those guys have to say because everything those senior guys say, it's knowledge, it's something, it, it's your history. And, and someday you're going to be the guy that's passing that thing on. You know, that's for the probies. And, and the other thing for everybody is, you know, be a student of the game. And, uh, you know, I, I'll go all the way back to that fire that defined who I was. And I, I promised myself that day that I would never – I would never – lose again. I would never be that guy again. That would never happen to me. And and every day, every every incident I went to, every fire I went to, I learned something. And, and that's what I would tell you guys. You know, everything you go to, learn something. You know, take one thing away from it. Take two things away from it. Right. Um and, and then later on you, you'll have all this information. And the next thing you know, you'll be passing on because I tell guys, you don't know what you know until you need it, until you use it. You know, all these little tips just sit and listen. And this is a quick story. Uh, when I was a fireman in Harlem, we had the rows of the tenements. And, and this guy, um, you know, they called him the cat. But he, he would say, he goes, listen, we always turn the corner. I never looked down the street. I always looked up. I always looked above the buildings um, to see what was going on. Because, you know, if it was in the rear, you wouldn't see it. So I'm a lieutenant now. And I, we turn the corner. And I, I'm looking up. And I can see we have a fire. And I, I give the 1075. And everybody says, what did you see? And I said, well, I don't know. I, I always look up when I turn the corner to see what's going on, if I can pick, pick up anything. And it was just one little conversation I had with a senior guy when I was a young firing. And that's what I would tell guys, be a student of the game, learn something every single day. Cause you never, ever, ever don't want to be good enough. Right. Learn something every day. And at the end of the day, you'll be the guy heading stuff down. And that's that old school tip of the day. Just keep learning because the fire has a funny way of showing you that you know the minute you think you've got it figured out the funny's got to, the fire's got a funny way of showing you that you actually really don't so keep learning every day learn as much as you can and be the best you can be and you operate 100% 100% of the time and that's it
2: great job and don't get married and
5: that's don't get fun. married <laughs> and, you know no, no don't have a kid that's going to break your balls that's- oh yeah, well yeah, yeah. that's uh, kid and breaking <laughs> balls is synonymous come on i mean
2: uh, oh Lou, great show! Thank you. That's it was good. I,
5: you know what, you know Lou, I had a lot of fun. I was, and I was, I'm not gonna lie, I was petrified. You know, thank God for alcohol. Yeah, um, right. but, you know.
3: it was a little lube lubrication. He kept oh, saying at okay.
4: the
2: beginning, how did you talk me into this? How did you talk me into this?
5: <laughs> I told, we told you I how fast it, it would fast. go, though, right? It, 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 it did go fast. fast, didn't it? No, it dragged on. It's painful. It's like a oh, lifetime. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go, get, I I go change call. my depends right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, and by the way, Pete, there was none of those sound effects that you told me I'd have. You know, oh, I put no, them in there. There was no booze. I was hoping oh, for a no. boo. Because well, he's, 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 he's got he, a he, shitty he, boo. That's why. He's he's a like my boo. Boo. He really does have a shitty boo. You yeah. didn't like my boo. Hold on. No, I got I boo. No. Nah. 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 No? That's what I hear from my bedroom window when I'm having sex.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
5: How about
1: this one? Do you like this one? Sounds like some fucking commie gobbledygook.
2: <laughs> I like that. Sounds like some commie gobbledygook. <laughs> that like
7: to me. <laughs> yep. What a what a chicken
5: dinner Well
7: <laughs> oh, Guys,
5: thank you, man. It was great. I really enjoyed it. I really did. Thanks for. We'll have you back,
3: kid. Work. We'll have you back. We're going to get an engine uh, night. Maybe we'll have a bunch of. Oh uh, yeah, we've got, uh, got to do a show on engine water. Yeah. You guys, you guys
5: <laughs> in a truck and a squads aren't going to be scared if we do an engine night, right? Uh you know. <laughs> you know, I told oh, the boy. chief one night I would have got the medal, but. I had to stop and help the truck guys up over the curb. I know, I know. Oh! oh,
1: hey. I I'll know why they put right. holes
5: in the roof, right? So they can see the real firemen doing their job. Oh, oh my God. He's got to, he'll be here, gonna be here all night. He's got to be here all night, ladies and gentlemen. Keep
1: your witnesses, too, okay? Shots fired. Shots
2: Dude, fired. If we, <laughs> if we have an engine. At Engine Show, we definitely have to have the Wizard of Water or the, uh, Magua, the Agua. Yeah.
5: What's the other one? The, the bro of the what? The bro, the bro of, H2O. of H2O. I love that one. That's Write it thing. down. You know
2: what? I got it written down right here. kudos, because I <laughs> yeah, love the bro of H2O. <laughs> <laughs> the bro. All right, Pete, what do you know got, rookie? When
5: I, when, Real quick, when I, started, when I did this, when you posted that picture, my phone blew up. And my wife goes, who's that? I go, it's the sound of someone breaking my balls. Right
3: <laughs> <now."> <laughs> I'm sure your phone's going to blow up now, too. Uh,
5: guys, great. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Hang with us through the end here, and then we'll take you backstage
1: when we're done. 10-4. What, what are you 10-4? Who's got shout-outs? I got nothing. Well,
2: oh, I, I, I got, got one, shout-outs? right, Pete? I got Can one. One oh. shout-out? Absolutely. Yeah, 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 you, yeah you, good. Good. you
5: know what? I'm involved in this group, Fire Replicas. If you like the Fire Replicas, the New York City stuff uh, on Facebook, there's a Fire Replica. Uh, guys are great. They do raffles once a week uh, for Fire Replicas. You go to Fire Replicas on the Facebook pages. Uh, nice. um, Buy and sell. Yep. it's great. It's a real great group and uh, real cheap. You can get actually real good uh, New York City fire truck models. Um oh. Yeah, it's real. It's a great group. I'm gonna go on fire. Let me write that fire, fire replicas, yeah. I'm a buff just, right. Hey, just fire just rubber. tell him I told you because I get five dollars for it. No, all right. <laughs> oh, shalom. Shalom. nice. It's all about-
1: all,
3: all right. right, that's it. I'm
5: good, bro. Oh, so okay.
1: right, excellent. Sweet. So what do we got here? Uh, tell them what this is all about, the 718 all access.
2: Oh, listen. I was trying to get an, uh, my leases up. So it is a pain in the ass right now. They got you over barrel, bro. They're charging $20,000 over sticker price. I That's found nice. this girl. She's great. She will search through all the legwork for you. If you look at a lease or buy a car, brothers, if you're in the New York Tri State area, uh, look, uh, get this address here or this number. Jen, she's great. She does all the work. She does the insurance work, the registration, everything. She'll find you the best deal. So I always like to try to pass on stuff to the brothers. 'Cause uh it's really it's a scam right now what they got going on, bro. What they're charging for cars. So
4: certainly is
2: that's all I got. And uh we're off on Monday because it is St. Saint- Valentine's Day. Give your girl a kiss. And we're back on Thursday with uh Chief Vinny Dunn. Uh I was talking to Rufy, and I was talking talking to Chief Dunn. His his career is so all-encompassing and so big. I think we're gonna break it up into two episodes. So we'll have him on. For one episode, and we'll see what he wants to talk about for the first one, and then we'll have him on for a second show, because he's just he sent me so much information, you know, uh, <clears throat> I want to get to most he, of it. He's, and, the <clears throat> he's the man. No, Timothy J. Klett, you're the man.
5: Yes. No, I'm not. Not even close. He's the man. I saw him speak 25 years ago. 30 years ago, I saw him speak. Is that he's the crime? man. Yep. Yeah.
3: All yeah, right, that's it. so on.
5: that's Thursday.
2: Come see us this uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We will <laughs> be at the Nassau Coliseum. If you want to come hang, we'll be there. Maybe having a cocktail. I'll come empty handed. Yeah, bring some with you. you know, yeah. or bring, or bring your hot old lady. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, bring your Whatever. hot old lady. That's the
4: yeah. better.
2: You you come boost. see Mike Milner. Huh? He'll bring some lox and bagels and maybe Oy. he'll bring uh, some, uh, you know, uh, give out the fish. I don't know if he's going to bring something.
1: Nice. All, all right. right. That's all I got, Pete. All right, boys uh, and girls. Uh, okay, so if you want to listen to this podcast, head over to the audio only version on iTunes, Podcast, Spotify, uh, or wherever fine audio podcasts are found. We can. We're on all the players, so just search us out. Also, guys, YouTube.com forward slash Getting Salty Experience is where we are right now. Hit that like, subscribe, and share button. We don't grow. We don't get to put out more info without you guys uh, doing that. Instagram, guys, we're at SaltyDogInc. Lots of photos. It's awesome. Getting SaltyApparel.com. That's where we have all the other great stuff. Your T-shirts, your your apparel, your accessories. Uh, Super Chat, thank you for everyone who hit us up there. Uh, we really, really appreciate that. You guys, it's been a wonderful run with that. Uh, Facebook guys, getting salty fans page now over 32,000 members strong. Uh, the other 10,000 members that are on uh, the Facebook page, why don't you hit the like, subscribe, and share? <laughs> button do here? me a favor, for Christ's sake. How about You're on the that, fan page?
2: Page? Come on. Now, why are you talking about it, Pete? I know a lot of guys listen to the audio. Do us a big favor. Just go over to the YouTube and just hit subscribe for us, bro.
4: Yeah, if you free. already listen
2: to us, help us out. It's free. It's free. Yeah. Thank you. Free, Thank
1: free, you. Free, free, free. Thank free, you. Free, free, free. Also, guys, getting salty experience at gmail.com if you guys have questions for the show, for our Q&As, and for our uh, Cup of Joe and Fuego and Cocklofts and Cocktails, uh, guys, email us your best helmet cam footage, your fire photos, your rig pictures, your your hot old ladies, everything to Coops Podcast at gmail.com. All right? And awesome. that is all the news awesome. that is fit to print. Oh, Chucky
2: 117 wants to know if we're going to give away some free stuff, Ruffy. Yeah, free stuff
3: I'm going to ask his old lady.
2: Uh, oh you, oh I, you know what I set you up because I had that written down. Keep lobbing them <laughs> balls uh, up, baby. I'll put them right out. No, ah. baby. Yeah, that's a
5: curveball. All right, right there.
3: <laughs>
5: that is a, <laughs> that, is a that was uh, that was hanging from a tree, man. I could <laughs> I could have hit that one out of the park. <laughs> all right.
2: <Dick. laughs> Lieutenant Dick. Timmy J. Clef. Awesome great show. We great got game, him. Brother. Yep. Uh and you remember buy a Taurus.
4: Buy <laughs>
3: a Clint Taurus. Quiet, I think that's my favorite joke. Uh, that's <laughs> yeah, great. Uh, it's, nice. the it's guys. True, it's not
1: a joke. It's true. It's it's nice true. work, LT. Hitting them yeah. out the park. Yeah, Very great good. job. All right, guys. It's we'll either nice. see you at the
2: show or we'll see you a week from tonight with Vinnie Dunn. Stay low and go, yeah. guys.
3: All right, everybody. We'll see you at the big one.
1: Cheers, everybody.